Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. Y'all, I am joined because I, listen, I had to bring in the experts. I was like, I'm doing a solo episode this week, solo, solo, solo. And then earlier today, I was like, no, I need, I need somebody who's going to get into the mess with me. So I am joined here by the one and only Chai. Y'all should know who I'm talking about. Fly yes, Chai. And, you know, she literally texted me like two hours ago, but I have no, nothing. I don't even to do know because... if it was two hours ago. Right? <laughs> no, if it was Beyonce two hours told ago. me to release my job, and I really released it, so I am free. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> even know if it was two hours ago for real because, like, I watched that Miami reunion. You were talking about it. Taria was talking about it, and I was like, I we have so much to get into, so much that I just I just need to say I was like I know Chai will be available at some point within the next few hours, so. First things first, last week, I released an episode on Friday. Guess what else happened on fucking Friday? Scandaball. Now, I'm not going to get into the ins and outs of Scandaball because it has been like a full six business, actually not even six business days. Six We're on the seventh day, I think. Days. Yeah, it right. was last Friday. I was getting this wig. Right, 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 yeah. I was literally getting this wig and I was like, people were blowing me up. And I was like, what's going on? What's going on? She's like trying to install it. And I'm like, I have to get out to the car. I have to get out to the car and make a fucking video right now. But in case you've been living under a rock, quick synopsis, Tom Tom Sandoval was cheating on Ariana with fucking Rachel, aka Raquel. Y'all, it's it's a mess. It's a mess. I'm not going to drag out all of our feelings on it because- Chai has talked about it on podcasts and online. I have talked about it on TikTok, on Instagram. We've talked about it everywhere. Y'all know where to find our feelings on it. But now where we're at in the scandal cycle is Ariana has reactivated her Instagram and- When did that happen? Listen- your girl, girl, let me get on. Your girl couldn't <laughs> sleep last night, right? I can't even shake. I'm like shaking. Your girl could not <laughs> sleep last night, right? So then I saw like one person say like, welcome back at Ariana Maddox. And then two, and I was like, wait, what? And then two seconds later, the tag was on. And I was like, no, it's gone. And then I, something within my spirit said, look again. And I looked again and I want to say it was like four o'clock in the morning, my time here on the East coast. And so I was like, oh, which means in LA it was one. Yeah. But middle of the night, either way. And so I said, oh, she's opened it back up. I literally had to have gotten on it like as soon as she opened it back up because the comments were still on. And I was going through her pictures to see if she had like hidden any of Tom or like if she had anything. And literally I saw the comments, the comment like thing go off of like all of them. Like she is. Oh, wow. Like in real time you were there. Yeah. In real time. I was like, God, which I don't blame her. I don't blame her for disabling her social media. I get it. I understand it all. I really, really do. Because like Ariana could have incited a riot. Like if she would have been on social media, she could have incited a riot. I would have been wherever she told me I needed to be. Yeah, I'm not joking. Like 
I would have been I have loved ever Ariana she since, told me I needed to be. I have loved Ariana since the beginning. She has been my ride or die no matter what. I will never forget. I was ready to stop watching Vanderpump Rules because I couldn't take Stassi anymore. Stop, and I say this all the time. Like Stassi has been ignorant to minorities and people who are no, can not we basic say it? white can women. We, can we please just for say For a it. long time. Stassi Schroeder is a racist. She I'm is. not doing... I'm not yeah. parsing words, no. insensitive. We're not doing no. that because, and I don't think that like conflating her and Kristen, of course, Kristen did fucked up shit with Stassi, but Stassi has a long yeah. history. A she does. Lo- like long documented history of saying she just does. racist things. She and does. she's from New Orleans. So yep. you cannot pretend you do not understand. Yep, exactly. Like we know what the racial dynamic of the city mm-hmm. is. So you can't pretend to be unfamiliar. Like, you know what you're saying and what you're doing. Cut it out. Like, yep, exactly. And I like I was at a point watching Vanderpump Rules, even though that is a, like been one of my favorite reality TV shows for so long that I like Stassi was making comments that would like make like little waves on the Internet amongst like black viewers and like you know gay viewers lgbtq plus viewers that we all were like what the fuck but i was like i personally could not take it anymore i literally literally was so close to writing a letter to bravo to be like this woman is a problem fuck her like all of that shit that y'all heard in 2020 that she said i had been heard that but ariana i will never forget said it was the season that billy came on i believe Ariana said, somebody needs to check Stassi's white privileged ass. And I will never also never forget how when Ariana slowly kind of started introducing her brother to the on to the show, when I think it was Katie and Stassi tried to he's play creepy. him. Yeah, he's creepy. She said, I, I, I don't even fucking start. And everybody was like, why is she so mad? Because those con the, that is heavy. You were saying that he is following you around after you said you didn't want to be bothered. And they know what him. they were doing. They, they knew, knew exactly what they were doing. What they were Just doing. like Giselle do what she was Hello. doing with the Chris stuff. Like, uh-huh. you know what you are doing. You know what you're is, doing. What pissed me off the most about that is because I did listen. To, I used to listen to Stassi's podcast just because there was an era where I was starved for podcasts. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I'm someone who always has to have things in my ears. Like, mm-hmm. I like, as soon as I found out, like, podcasts started, like, I yeah. was... I always have something in my ears. Like, mm-hmm. and in that time, like there just wasn't as much like the podcast world is different now. You oh, know, it is hundred percent. Especially like people who are talking about Bravo and these like there just mm-hmm. wasn't that many. So and I used to listen to I first used to listen to the bitch Bible. And I always hated Jimmy Shim. I I never liked her. I won't say I hated her, but I used to listen wait. to it because oh felt, wait, what's her face? She's the one that she was on her podcast. Yeah. They've all those episodes have been scrubbed. Yeah, Jackie. Yeah. I used to listen to that podcast and she would be on like Jackie. I I'll just say why I used to, she used to talk about herself as being um so like glamorous and this and people are jealous and then I found her on Instagram mm-hmm. and what I saw didn't match what we were the portrayal so I was like like not to say she's bad looking but she's just skinny and white right yeah so like but the way that like her whole podcast was like being like so fabulous so perfect so stunning like, right it was crazy so I used to just like listen to it and that like she would always have the Vanderpump people on her mm-hmm. show so same way I used to listen to Sup a lot. 
in that time. Oh, Sexy Unique Podcast. Yeah. yeah. But there was the the other podcast that Laura was on where they had like that live on air fight and then split. Yeah. 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 That was an era like of the podcast, like drama world. <laughs> no. So I will say that like, I, I, I will say, tell you all this. The funniest thing about me is I did not start warming towards Stassi until the season before she got fired. Like when Joe or Joe, what's her bow um, proposed to her. I, that's when I started warming towards her because I was like, Why? okay, because uh, I, honestly, no, I did, can't even remember. I think, okay, so first things first, I've I've never been able to stand Dodie. I have never been able to stand Kristen or, um, or yeah, Kristen or Saucy. I had heard that what happened with Kristen and Stassi and Katie that season was that like, before they started uh, filming, Kristen had everybody over and said like, I want to get break up with Carter. Like I, this is what I want the storyline to be like, y'all are going to be my girls going to help me through this. They said, cool. Kristen got on film on camera and switched it up on everybody and was like, (laughs) what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck. So I was like, okay, I don't fuck with that. And then I did not fuck with Sandoval causing that huge scene when Stassi was having that event at TomTom. Oh yes. Yeah. I, and honestly, it wasn't even from a Stasi standpoint. It was from a restaurant standpoint okay. because everything Sandoval was saying, like, I hate Sandoval. I've always hated this about him. He tries to mansplain like, and it, it does trigger me from working in restaurants for the past 12 years of my life and being somebody who has moved a woman who has moved up in restaurants. I am often, we are often surrounded by men, like women in management in restaurants is like, yeah, we're cool. We're here, but there's two sides. Either there are the women that like have completely formed into the men and they like are huge fucking bitches. I don't care. Y'all know I don't do that fake girl gang bullshit. Or there are those of us who like fight every single fucking day to like, just make it through (laughs) with these fucking dumb ass men that we work with or work for. So what Sandoval was saying, essentially, if I remember correctly, is that a bartender or somebody called off in the middle of the night, which is not uncommon for us. You should have enough staff and I would guarantee that you do, or you could pull somebody from Sir to come and work the event. That is the easiest type of thing to fill. Like Lisa Vanderpump would have not have let that fail. Because Lisa Vanderpump is about her coin. Tom got drunk on like fucking power and power, power, her, his 5% of power that he had and was like, no, this isn't going to work. You're trying to finish. You have to think of two things. You have to think of the person having the event. Okay. And while he was saying like, oh, this is a free event, X, Y, Z. You need to think about what type of business that's bringing towards you. And the fact that you want to cancel it in the middle of the night when you have been out drinking, because let's call a spade a spade. He was out drinking. He's I mean, a- that was Coke rage. Yes. Yes. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. 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 Yes. Actually, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Ooh, maybe I shouldn't say this. Looking at you because I don't know what you're going to say. (laughs) I do have a, y'all know I'm from St. Louis. There have been events in St. Louis that 
um, at venues with people that I know in management who hate having Sandoval because of certain things. That's all I'm going to say. I believe it. They will I'm continue so to have him. That... I'll, I'll explain to you after we yeah. get off, but yeah. I have kept, I have held on to this for so long, so long because like all of us restaurant managers in St. Louis talk about everything and like, they're going to continue. Well, they, before all of this, I don't think they, I don't know about now, but they would continue to have him back because obviously, and let me be clear. I have waited on both Ariana and Sandoval and their families. The, okay. Everybody was very nice. Ariana was the fucking sweetest because like when I saw her, I was like, that's Ariana. I was like, that's Ariana. And she was so fucking down to earth. It was opening day. Opening day in St. Louis uh, for baseball is huge, huge. I mean, crowds of people. I was working a beer tub and I will never, ever, ever forget. Somebody came. I, we, and we also have a Wait, opening day. Is that like a, a baseball, baseball thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know nothing about sports. I right? have, <laughs> I don't want to call this person my friend because he actually like kind of did something fucked up to a person that I am cool with. And see, um, Lewis is like big on baseball, right? Cause I know like Andy talks about it, right? Yes. Okay. I'm sure to get caught. Me, I have a mutual connection between Tom and I, and when I was working at a certain venue at the time, that person came in all the time and he, I always knew that he was a creep. He did was he did something kind of fucked up to one of my friends, um, and I don't fuck with him at all. But he was talking to me, getting a beer for me at the beer tub that I was working, and then he was like, "Oh, Tom, da da da." Tom got or bought everybody's round of drinks, and then all of a sudden, Ariana was like talking to somebody, working the crowd. I don't know, being social. She makes friends really easily everywhere she is, and she came ran back, and they're like, "What do you want to drink?" And she's like was like, oh, I don't care. Da, da, da. We got to go to the game to watch our guys. And she like ran off. She like took her drink from me. She was like, thank you so much. And then ran off. And then the second time I saw them, I saw Katie and Schwartz as well. Um, St. Louis used to have this club. Well, they the club still exists. But what they used to do for us was on New Year's Eve, they had an industry party. They used to black out all of their walls and um, oh, that's cool. hold a party for industry workers that worked new year's eve so we would go we would get off work at like 4 a.m i literally used to like keep my makeup on and like change my outfit and sleep for 30 minutes like sitting up get up go to the after hours party and the last time i was the, the last time they had it because that was right before covid um 2018 or 19 no it was 18 at, yeah new year's eve to 2018 into 19 ariana Tom Schwartz, Tom Sandoval, and Katie were all there. Katie was super sweet. Um, You could tell she wanted to go home, though. You could tell she was, like, done for the night. Mm -hmm. And Ariana, again, was just, like, bouncing around on the dance floor, having a good time, like, didn't didn't care. She is the sweetest fucking human in real life. Oh, that makes me, like, I want to be her friend so bad. Sweetest fucking human in real life does not act like she is too good. Katie wasn't acting like that either. You could just tell she really wanted to go home, but... My friend was a manager of the um, venue that they had been in that night that did the appearance. And I was like, oh, how was it? And he was like, I just don't, I fucking hate when they book him because of things. Okay. Yeah. I've always known that Tom, I never liked that cocktail book shit. I never no, liked- that left a horrible taste in my mouth. A horrible taste in my mouth. And I have tried because of, I think a lot mm-hmm. of us like put a lot of stock into- Ariana's like scent like we trust Ariana so I just figure like 
she knows what she's doing. She must be seeing something in Tom that I'm not seeing. And that's not even me saying that, like, I genuinely, like, I think that I like Tom for a long time. But I don't know that I always liked him. I, I'm trying to go back into my early opinions of them. And I don't feel like, I think I used to watch the show being like, I hate everyone for a long time. Even when Ariana was introduced, I didn't care for her in the beginning, right? Because I've loved instinctually- her Really, like instinctually, mm-hmm. and I feel most people felt that way, but instinctually for me, no matter what the relationship looks like, um, the other person is, oh, I'm going to always be like, nah, I don't like that. Well, Y'all should have broke up before, even though I'm not even trying to put that on her. I'm just saying that's how it started, right? But, but then not asked- really, because they, because Kristen, because, okay, so I didn't know. No, Kristen had been cheating on him forever. Yeah, I don't want it to look like I'm trying to. They've yeah, been cheating sure. on each other. So that's why I never fucked with Ariana, or it's not Ariana, Tom, because I said, okay, I could separate the the two. I will never forget. I was always like, these two people don't need to be together, as in Kristen and Sandoval. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, like y'all don't need to be together. I remember he used to like, I will say this, the camera never did Dodie any favors. She is an unhinged person and she was very, it was easier Absolutely. to make- her, it was easier to make her look like the cuckoo bird than it was to make Sandoval. But I still recognize that Sandoval was not innocent. Kristen Oh, also- for sure. Like I, when I tell you like in those beginning stages, I thought t- I hated Tom in the beginning yeah. part. And, but I also, because of the way Ariana was also introduced as Sheena's best friend and Sheena, I've never seen it for Sheena. I just have never, like, I don't know what's going on there. Like it just, it feels too like, I don't care for anything she's ever talking about. I don't not like her. I just don't care for her. I think that she's just like really vapid and like. I hated the witches of WeHo was my thing. I, and I didn't hate Katie. Katie, I think is one of the best reality TV personalities ever because for, because for somebody to take you in reality TV to take you on a ride like Katie does every single season where you're like, yes, bitch, get it, get it, get it into the next episode. Like, what the fuck is this girl talking about? <laughs> like, she is the, you feel like she is like, it's reality. It is reality. She, and I don't think that Katie is putting on for no, no. the cameras. I think Katie is such like, she is seems the most human to me. Because it's just like, no, this was my reaction to that. And was it the best thing? No. But like, see, that's why I don't, I've never cared for her because there's something like I hated when she would do the, any scene with Tom, I hated it. Cause I'm like, girl, if we're going to do this, don't put this shit on camera anymore. If you're still going to marry him the next after, right after he does it, like, don't put this on camera anymore. Like at some point I have to like, there's something about someone who I don't, when you don't have like a protective instinct mm-hmm. of yourself, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard for you to watch. And like watching Katie and Tom's relationship, you still uncomfortable times. Every time they would have conversations, their fights, it was like, this yep. man does not like you. N- no. And, and he I, changed, every chance he got, he tried to embarrass her on te- television. Every chance he got. When Tom poured that drink on her head, I will never, I don't care if I ever was on Katie's side in the argument or not. I was done when Tom poured that drink on her head because like that's in the middle of Mexico because that is 
a different type of embarrassment and I don't care what she was saying in that moment what she was doing on that in that moment like you legit poured a drink on her head it's on camera for national tv I could get on youtube and bring it up at any any moment I if my husband did that to me I would literally not be with him for that alone like I'm I would I I have to say I would but when it comes to the scan of all of things the recent reports are that Raquel has fired, filed a restraining, a temporary restraining order against Sheena. That shit's pissing me off. Oh, because like, so let me try to avoid the reunion. We not do it. Let that. me. So let me say this. We don't need Sheena there. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, she, she, she's not going to contribute anything. She can zoom in. in okay. She can zoom in. But as soon as I heard that Sheena punched Raquel, I said, and people were like, no, she is from Azusa, like da-da-da-da. I said, what does that mean? What's Azusa mean? I don't oh, know. I'm bro, not familiar. Azusa, what does that mean? Azusa is like a a town in uh California. I know it's that, like but what are the people known like? for like being a little rough? Like it's like you gotta get a little little you gotta be able to get a little scrappy in Azusa. But that like let's okay, stop I, I need like, you to add a little more sauce to that. Let's scrappy stop, like I, Sons of Anarchy scrappy. No, she, no, no, she, no. That no, no. gives me um like she would come from like some like biker town. Yeah, because have you seen her mom? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When I like when you yeah. said that, I was like, the little, her mom's haircut. <laughs> Very, it's giving very much Gemma. It's giving very much Gemma. Yes. No, it's just like you have to be, you you don't have to be scrappy, but you can be. And that's what I'm trying to, people are like, she's from Azusa. I'm like, bitch, there are nerds in the hood that don't know how to fight. So let's stop saying that. Oh, people think that's the thing like people also equate poverty to like now you can fight like some people are just poor okay literally never learned to fight like and some people had great upbringings <laughs> and know how to run them hands because of who their mom are i.e me <laughs> like what are we talking about here okay so i'm just saying like it's but i was like sheena like so the report says that she was pushed against a wall and punched in the face Here's my thing. I don't know. I'm not here to say yes or no. Sheena is like a full foot smaller than Raquel. And I think it's probably more than that. To say that she pushed no, her, it says she pushed her against the wall, hit her head, and then punched her in the face. So here's my thing. I just, and y'all might, y'all might drag me. Y'all might cancel me. This may be the last episode of my podcast ever, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not inciting violence. I'm just saying if I slept with a friend's boyfriend and we had a whole friend group and then it came to light and then somebody punched me in the face, I would just say, okay. You I would just say, because you did something horrible. I would just say, okay, now you bitches aren't going to jump me. Okay. Y'all not, well, actually you're not going to punch me in the face. We are going to end up fighting like, hello, but it's you don't like press charges and try to get restraining orders. I'm sorry. Yeah, like saying let's, you, you yes. don't become the victim. I'm and not what doing, I like, want to touch on is the fact, and I haven't said this. I've been waiting for somebody else to say it. No one has said it. I said, okay, I guess I'm going to say it. We've seen Raquel's story. She's adopted and not just adopted from like an adoption agency. Her mom, her adoptive mom is her aunt. Yeah. And like her sister is her cousin mm -hmm. because her mom had her, couldn't care for her. And her mom's sister adopted her and they yeah. care for her. 
we I knew when we met Raquel's family last season, I was like, I can kind of see what the dynamic is here already. As we see, Raquel's sister has been online replying in comment sections and she need not do that because this is the only thing I have to say to Raquel's sister. Let me send somebody, one of your friends to your home and fuck your husband. Let's just see what your reaction is. And this is the thing, like, I don't under, I don't understand that because you can't keep quiet, right? At a certain point, just because somebody, you could love someone, they could be your best friend, your daughter, your child. Like, I wouldn't say You anything. can just keep quiet because there are some things that are just bad and there's no amount of like when I saw like nobody deserves to be punched in the face maybe it was a punch in the face which I don't even believe happened but even if that was it was a punch in the face let's not pretend that like that is e even equal to what she did to like are Again, you kidding me? if they 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 are James Kennedy told us she fucked Ariana's boyfriend in her home I don't wait, care have if you, wait have you listened to have you listened to right before this while I was making dinner I was listening to Kristen's podcast I heard the snippets I'm not going to support Kristen I'm not going to give her a listen I feel that but I needed to hear it from yeah. someone who like, but I knew I someone like you like, would tell me I knew I would right, hear what I needed perfect. to hear <laughs> so basically to me the most like egregious like where I'm like something is wrong with Raquel like I truly, yeah like there there are things that aren't clicking like, I think so too truly like we thought she was just dumb but it's it's giving like learning disability at this point like there's something like she would have benefited from some type of evaluation I'm just saying like there is something really really off about her the fact that like so we've heard like them saying but Kristen confirms that she <laughs> you're laughing so hard <laughs> I'm sorry, is the fact that Kristen confirms that she says that she like, she gets the call. So Kristen and, <laughs> yeah, you know, I muted my mind because I, I, I'm not, I want to be very clear. I don't think that, I don't think learning disabilities are funny whatsoever. No, but they need to be dealt with. <laughs> They, there are just like things that like they they're need not, to be dealt with. I mean, you need to, an evaluation. That's why I said she would have benefited from an evaluation, right? Like you should not be getting to twenty nine years old and you don't the last know. Podcast episode ever. <laughs> okay, right. my I opinions and have nothing to do with Giselle. Okay, we don't need the um the American Disability Association coming after her. This is not what I'm coming for. What I am saying that like nobody has the right to do harm to people because of a disability, right? So she would have benefited from it. Yeah, i.e. that girl coming for me on TikTok the other day and then just saying, after she literally fucking came on my video trying to bully me and then said, I have a disability. I said, okay. I feel like you think, I said, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what to say. I, I was like that, but you came on my video insulting me. <laughs> what do you want me to do with that? <laughs> but what I'm saying is that like, we're dealing with someone who is just like, obviously Something the narrative right. has always been that she's dumb on the show, right? Bambi, I yeah. bitch, that has been it. But we're dealing with something that is like more than just being dumb. Because so Ariana has Tom's phone. This is what Chris, this is on the podcast. So we know this is like all she says, yeah. everything she said on the podcast, Ariana told her was okay to mm. say. They're at a, sh they're actually at Tom's show. Chris, which and is so, how fucking embarrassed. Like, 
It the whole cheating thing is because when he started doing that cover band shit, I used to work at a live music venue. I despise cover bands. Just get a fucking DJ and turn this shit on. Like I despise cover bands so fucking much. So Truly. fucking much. I Especially because really it's just and like the, to the go to a singers, bar, like the, the lead to singers go to a bar are to always to a cover band is crazy to me. The lead singers are always fucking douchebags. I like y'all, I have like y'all know I have an extensive bar history. The lead singers of cover bands are all you would think that they were fucking prints. The things that I could write a book worth of quotes, the things that they have said to me over getting a fucking vodka soda for them in the town trollop. Like, please leave me the fuck alone. Anyways, continue. (laughs) So Kristen says she, they're at the bar together. She's, um, Ariana had Tom's phone and something instinctually told her to just look at the pictures. And she says she never checks his phone. Right. So it wasn't, oh, like a call came in or it came in or whatever we had heard before. So she scrolls through his phone and she sees a video of Raquel and Tom on FaceTime masturbating. Which to me is like, I can't imagine a worse way to find out, right? Like it is, nothing is more clear. It's not a suggestive text message. It's not like we, nothing is more clear. I keep saying I'm going to be sick because like I, what time I said this when I found out like how she found out like at his show, I said, what fucking type of One Tree Hill storyline shit is this? <laughs> I said, this is a fucking like the OCB. Yeah, WB teen drama storyline. <laughs> like what the fuck? I was like, no, there's no way. There's no way. Instinctually. To, Especially because we're dealing with people who are 40. And when For, you put that I in am context, very convinced that Tom Sandoval is 44. I'm I very, told you, like, I do not believe the third, when they were talking about the 39, stop it. No, I don't believe you. No, I don't believe you. Okay. No. I was like, just like, how long have you been lying about your age? Literally. Because Quietus is kept, he's probably older than Jax. Now that we know he's such an amazing liar. Um, anyway, so that part's crazy. And then she calls Sheena to tell Sheena. No, she calls Raquel. Sorry. Raquel. And Sheena were together for Watch What Happens Live. They're at the bar afterwards, or whatever. And Raquel, Sheena's like, who's that? And Raquel very flippantly is like, oh, it's um, it's Ariana. Me and Sandoval have been having an affair for seven months. Flippantly to her best friend. To Ariana's best friend. And that's, and that's I think people. And that's where I'm thinking. saying she's not well. This is not like the shit she was doing with Katie on the show, where you're like, oh, yeah, the cameras, and she was saying those things, where you're like, are is she okay? Right, <laughs> like say, looking Katie dead in the face, you're like, well, I do want to maybe make out with Schwartz. I'm like, sorry, I don't want to hear. I'm I'm an adult. I don't want to hear no more of this make out bullshit. Y'all fucking or you're not. I was never like the type of make out type of bitch. If we made out, we were probably fucking. Okay. Oh, I like to my, just make out. Ask me how, I like to no, just make out. Is, I have friends that say that. Ask me how I got my husband. Okay. Fuck it. Anyway, <laughs> I just like, I can't do any more of this make out bullshit because like, I don't want your lips to touch me if I don't like, no, you, you, no. But that is, it's, it's, it's madness. Okay. Now I want to get to the whole, and I'm using air quotes here for anybody who can't see me, slut shaming part of this because now people are like we shouldn't slut shame da, da, da. I fuck think off sorry we're between, not doing that I think there's a difference between slut shaming and 
like just calling a spade a spade because she was masturbating on, on FaceTime with her friend's boyfriend. I understand. It is a twofold betrayal. It's it not is. and I understand doing this thing where it's like, oh, don't talk about the woman. And it's like, that's no, not the I situation. Didn't, no, 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 she no. has an independent relationship with No, Ariana. y'all know, y'all know me. I have I'm an equal opportunity smoke distributor. I have smoke for everybody in the situation that wronged me. And like literally for me, this is a 40, like 40, 60 thing. Tom gets an extra 10%. Yeah, because we own a house together and everything. But like she let Raquel into her home. She convinced other women, uh, the other men in the group to give her a chance and like her and invite her to things for the simple, like for the simple fact that Ariana was just being fucking sweet and nice. Like she didn't have to do any of that. So this is again, I think something if you fuck your friend's boyfriend, you should just keep on the take on the chin. The vi- if the video was distributed from Tom's phone to Ariana's phone via Ariana, you shouldn't be sending any type of paperwork to Ariana. Now, absolutely not. Where no. I do, I I guess I understand. Sending it to the Lala's, the Katie's, the everything, because while Lauren from Utah has been quite funny to me on social media this week, I would not trust her to not do anything with that. I would be like, you're just getting paperwork just to be sure. You know what I mean? But- when it comes to, oh, don't slut shame. No, no, no. You were fingering yourself to my fucking boyfriend's dick on FaceTime. L- you are stupid. You are stupid. Because that can be, if you're going to cheat, why leave a paper trail? But this is what I'm, they were too cozy with it, right? Like this is, the, have you seen, so, the, have you seen the video? So she from then Coachella? told Sheena that they're in love and they're going to be together is what she then casually tells Sheena. Oh, we're in love. We're going to be together. Like, that's crazy. Her appalling, that statement today, I was like, girl, you could have kept this. And I'm so tired of hearing about her mental health. Okay, like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I took a long walk today with my kid. I played outside with her. It was beautiful for my mental health. You do that. Get offline, but we're no, going to no, no, drag no. you. We're going to back this up. You. We're going to back this up. There are some aspects about mental health that you cannot help. But one thing no, you can I, I help that. one thing you can help is not fucking your friend's boyfriend. And also, were you worried about Ariana's mental health? Were you Thank worried you. about your mental health when you were fucking somebody else's band? And that's my thing. that to me is crazy because I'm like, if all of the, the people knowing about it is affecting your about what is going on with you that like it wasn't painful for you to sit next to this girl every day. That to that's me is so it's, it's dark. It's dark. It's dark you, as fuck like you were sitting it's it's the podcast like smiling just like smiling ariana, photos with her ariana has been the most supportive friend to me i'm gonna be sick i'm gonna be sick i'm gonna be sick i really am because like i can't stress enough how much i would be inside someone's jail home like i there is something live to there. like I think this is a problem that I have with people is that like when you try to minimize the Raquel aspect of it, yes. it's this idea that like, do y'all not have friends? 
Do you not have deep relationships? Friendships are deep. That is important. A friendship betrayal is just as bad as a relationship betrayal. I'm sorry. Yes, there's different financial aspects to you being like, but truly in a, the, the, the pain is the same. It still hurts. You can still love your friends like as much as you love someone. So I don't understand this idea that like, it's what's people, wrong with you guys. And, and people, to me, that's even more painful because the fact that Ariana had two people in her life that could betray her that deeply, that to me is scary and dark. It is. It really is. And that's why I say y'all would have, it wouldn't be where's Waldo. It would be where's Zell. Like you, somebody, whoever would be Sammy would wake up and be like, where is she? Like, who knows wherever Raquel and Tom are. Right. Okay, because and when it comes to the whole Tom Tom like uh Swartz and Sandys, I see those little um those little reviews. No, let me let me say this as somebody who comes to the restaurant industry, I definitely thought about those service industry workers, the bartenders, the you know, all of them. And I know as somebody who's been a bartender for a long time, my ass would have immediately dropped down to pick up only until this dust blows over because y'all please let's call a spade a spade i would be willing to bet actual money that none of those bartenders or servers that's not their full-time job there they have another one it is very common for servers and bartenders to hold two jobs in the first place but especially especially ones in big cities such as new york and la Right. That's very common. They will be fine. I don't give a fuck about Greg either. I've already said that because I literally was just like, listen, like maybe this is like I worked at bars in Miami. I'm like, bro, you could get another job. Two okay? seconds. It's a dime a dozen. People quit every day. There are people you see at the job one day and then you never see them ever again. Yeah. And that is the end of them. Like, yeah. Just, it, it, turnover happens. Okay. It really Those does, especially in that industry. I don't, you're not going to build a bar um, like Tom Tom and Schwartz and Sandy's based off of their names, which like, how uncreative of you? How uncreative of you? Tom Tom, Schwartz and Sandy's. So you have not, not a creative bone in your body. Um, Like, but it's like, you can't, you can't have an establishment that you want us to enter because of who you are. Mm-hmm. And then be yep. mad that people don't want to support it because of who you who are. You Does are. that make sense? Exactly. Nobody yes. was going to Schwartz and Sandy's because it had the most amazing food, right? Yeah. Because then it would be totally unfair. Which makes my stomach turn. Which mm-hmm. I don't even know that like, I, I would never like go on and start writing reviews on people's business because I just, that's not, I don't move that way. Yeah, me neither. But the way that like, to try to guilt people into that, that statement to me was so useless. Okay. It was. Talk, talk to Yelp, talk to Google, tell them to take down the reviews. But coming out with that little thing, try to guilt trip people about their other people. Like we don't like Schwartz either right now. Okay. No, so and not- for him to say like, <laughs> oh, I'm taking a step back, taking a step how to Tom Sandoval, like you're not going to be getting your paycheck from them. Cause that's, that's a taking a step back for me, or you're just not going to be on the Instagram account as much. No, it's giving sus- suspended with pay. Exactly. It <laughs> happens to most white men who it's giving are in trouble. Suspended with pay, right? Like the cops after they shoot a black person, you're like, oh, he was suspended. But with I want to know, <laughs> like, I want to know who and because I w- I've always thought this, like, I feel like Tom Tom maybe has some like local guest, 
because it's a Lisa Vanderpump restaurant, right? Mm -hmm. Who is going to Schwartz and Sandy's who's not a tourist? Yeah, because especially because it's not on that like row no. that everything else is on. And I will say like uh, every time I go to like like me and my sister, because my brother lives out there, we'll go to a Lisa Vanderpump establishment just for the kicks. Yeah, um, I will say there's this one really nice guy that like we took Campsie to pump. And he was like making her mocktails. He let her behind the bar. She had a great time. <laughs> like there's like, it's a good time sometimes. Right. But like, uh, yeah, the food is when I tell you the goat cheese balls, the, the propaganda. <laughs> well, like, also you must understand when you work in a restaurant, like you have your favorite foods that like, you know, that you can eat that night that won't make you sick. You know what well, I mean? Those will make you, it's disgusting. Really? Like I don't like goat it, cheese that much. So I, I'm not surprised. And that's the thing. I was like, is it, but it, I don't, pref like, I've never preferred goat cheese. I could deal with it sometimes, but my sister, she likes goat cheese and she mm. didn't like it. It has this weird sauce on top. They were mm. totally disgusting. I have never been more disappointed. Everything that they talk about on that, show, it sucked. Interesting. So for you to like, these restaurants are built off of the Vanderpump name yeah. and the notoriety of the show. So if you take the good, you have to also take the bad. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I just, there are some things like now that I'm literally like, y'all, if y'all end up trying to give Raquel a redemption arc, not happening for me, babes. Let's just go into the episode of Vanderpump Rules since we can lightly touch on it. First things first, I do think that Sheena owes Katie an apology after all of this. I really do. Because at How the end of the day- did. At the, yes, she did. I always thought that as well. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Katie is going through a divorce. Sheena like profited off of her divorce. I will never forget when she, that reunion that Sheena announced her divorce from Shay, that like she kept like incessantly touching her eyelashes and was just like, um, um, and like caring about how she looks. And Vanderpump called her out and was like, Sheena, we are talking about your divorce. Like, you are incessantly worried about how you look right now. And I will never forget, Mike Shea said, I he was blindsided. And I know he, he has his issues. He was an addict and stuff. But I'll never forget that he said he was blindsided by that talk that they had at the apartment because, like, Sheena knew. And I, listen, here's the thing. Mike had already said that he was struggling with not drinking. And then when Sheena took those tampons and soaked them in alcohol and gave them to him, I was like, mama, what, what are you doing? And she's like, I don't understand. Why can't you just like get a buzz? Why can't you just like not like take it too far? Why can't you just like get a buzz? Just like get a buzz. I remember when yeah. we had that dinner and she just kept screaming. Why can't you just get a buzz? <laughs> she's like, because he's telling you he has addiction issues. He's okay? an alcoholic. He can't just get a buzz. <laughs> stop. Like, stop, girl. You are so dumb. And it's that's the thing. It's like there are types of people whose stupidity becomes like it's detrimental. And that's how I feel about Sheena, right? Like her being like, her, the thing that she was doing to Katie, like, that's hard to watch. I don't want to see that. Like, it is. It is. And, like, Katie, and, like, um, no matter what, Sheena and Shay were only married for, like, what, four years? Four or five years? One, they had that well, little- they married that long? I don't know. I, they might not have been. It may not have been that long. But also, Sheena long. and Shay had that apartment with the canvases just on the dressers. <laughs> 
Tom and Katie bought a home together. They have to figure out like, put this on the market, move out, move back into apartments as people who have been like, like, please, please. They took out second mortgages for this restaurant on that house. So when they're splitting profits now, it's not going to be as much as you like that to me was the first thing I thought of when it that was what happened. And the first thing I thought of when Ariana was like, when remember when she was explaining yep. the way that I'm mm-hmm. like, I hope she understood this. And I hope this is real. Like, even though I'm like, I never seen someone be able to do the half and half, like his half of the house. He yep. took out another five. I didn't know you could do that, but I hope that that was real because if she ends up losing, taking a hit financially because of like, and you know, it makes me sick with that cocktail book too, because like that was supposed to be hers. That was supposed oh, no, to be Oh no, but Danny Pellegrino go write her a new one. I'm sure that like the, the well, single- also like people that clip I put up online of somebody finding the conversation about that because I always I never liked when he was like Stasi came up to me and was like, Why are you why is Ariana doing everyone? And they're like, You're a grumpy cat. I have literally as a woman who used to bartend next to her husband and have my husband has never said like, Oh yeah, she's a grumpy bartender. Like da, 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 da. He's always been like, thank you, sweetie. Um, has always been like, mm, there's a reason. Like anytime somebody has gotten an uh, attitude with me, he's like, I, I, I don't come over here with that. Like when we been behind the bar, when Tom said that to her, like you're a, a bartender with a bad attitude, I was ready to punch him in the face because as women, and especially as bartenders, you have no clue what the fuck we put up with. And then a man has, I cannot tell you how many times a fucking douchebag of a dude has come up to me and said some ignorant ass shit. Just as a woman, if I add a black woman on top of that, it would just be tenfold and said some ignorant ass shit to me. And I've said, fuck you, I'm not serving you. And then he's went to the next bartender right next to me, a, being a, either a white woman or a white man and been like, oh, fuck her. She did nah, 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 nah. I'm like, do you know what you just fucking said to me? Like, are you fucking aware? Like, and I need to keep my cool. Right. The entitlement fucking is crazy. You bitch. Like, come here, come here. Because I will literally walk away from this job. It is worth it to hit you. It's like, also the idea that like, it's just straight up like men thinking that like, you, you're owed a smile. Because I'm at work, like, I gotta, you know, be nice to you. Like, I'm working, okay? Like, I made you your drink. How was the drink? The amount Don't of worry times, about my attitude. The amount of, like, reviews that I promised you I could probably produce for everybody that is, like, you are a badass bartender, one of the best we have, great handles volumes so that I just need you to smile. I, when I talk to people, I'm like, hey, what's up? How are you? I am not grinning like the Chester cat because that, it looks insane on me, on me. I'm not like a naturally smiley person, but once I open my mouth, if you're respectful and I'm respectful, you are about to have the time of your life with me. Right. I am like one, I am going to crack you the fuck up and I still might not smile ear to ear the entire fucking time. So that is like, I have never, ever, ever told in my like, yeah, and that's I mean, the thing. Smiling has nothing to do with being personable. I've right? never it's- told. I've never told anybody, man or woman or non-binary, to smile. I will not. I I refuse because that it's not necessary. It has zero to do with being personable because we just talked about Ariana being like the life of the party. But like, yeah, again, her she has a 
her disposition is just different, right? Mm -hmm. Like she's not like just cheesing for no reason. I no, exactly. And I will one of the my but other she seems to be the friendliest person on the cast because everybody is. is like everybody has come out with the story of what Ariana did for them, how like you know, Cara Berry on her Patreon was talking about she remembered the anniversary of her dad's death mm -hmm. and hit her up. Like that is yeah, really nice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there are like real people in my life that like they've happened, and I don't remember those things. One I of them she said it on the podcast, I was like, shit, that's something I need to like clock to like start texting my people on I didn't I... one of the most haunting things about this whole scandal thing before we move on is that I saw that discourse between that convert that short conversation between Kara and Ariana last Wednesday when all of this came to light when Kara like was live tweeting Vanderpump Rules and was like, does this Greg guy actually even want to open or like, what is his deal? And Ariana was like, girl, let's take this offline. Like, I'll tell you all about it. Yeah. To think about the fact that she was like, literally, she didn't have to tell Kara that. Like, she's like, oh no, that's mm -hmm. my, my man, my man, my man. I'm going to stand up for him. Like, and tell somebody. They also like, share a mutual, like one of Ariana's really good yeah, friends is Kara. I know. So yeah, but we, yeah. Me, me and Ariana have a mutual friend as well, but I don't know. I, we don't talk. See, about everybody that. has a mutual, the girl is friendly. <laughs> yeah, no, she is. But the fact that she didn't have to, my point is she didn't have to do that. She didn't mm -hmm. have to, she could have just been like, oh, that's Kara, like da, da, da. Like she still was like, I, then that's not her business. Like it, Tom, Swords and Sandy's is not her business. She does not have to say, oh yeah, Greg X, Y, Z and like Santa for Schwartz and Sandoval. But she did. All for hours later, hours later. I know, I know. And then, so on Kristen's podcast, she talks about how like when he was not remorseful has been the most shocking aspect of That's, this. That's, yeah. It is also the that fact is that what he, I've heard from our he refused well. to leave the house for her. Like that to me Disgusting, is disgusting. Unbelievable. Like it's, it's disgusting beyond, to a certain, like, it, like my, you can, me and my husband get in a fight He'll be like, do you not want to be around me right now? Because I, I will. Like, if, if you need me to go take a drive, I will. Like, then that's just imagine, a fight. I can imagine my husband, like, be, me be mad and be like, I need to, and him be like, well, this is my bed. I pay for the bed. We go sleep in this bed. Like, what? I'm, that makes me <laughs> sick. Sick. He's like that. And that's where I'm like, is everything okay with? Sandoval like is everything okay up there because I don't know what it's giving I'm he not said, a well, psychologist if she doesn't want to be like they had to negotiate him being like okay can you give her at least an hour's notice so she can leave the house when you're coming home that's where they landed that's crazy to me like where's his mom because if she in Chesterfield Missouri she's over there worried about her $250,000 um, uh -uh, let me let me let that's her whole pension probably that she put into Schwartz tomorrow morning I'm flying into St. Louis tomorrow morning <laughs> if Miss Sandoval is in Chesterfield where he's from which is Chesterfield it's not St. Louis y'all just so we're clear Chesterfield County it is not St. Louis County it is not I just want to clear that love up where people get territorial like I'm that. just saying because I'm, I'm like that about Miami I'm like that's not Miami that's not that Fort Lauderdale. he is from that's Chesterfield County <laughs> even fucking Andy Cohen is from St. Louis County he's from my friend went to the same high school that he went to anyways let me talk to your mama 
Let me talk because like my mom, I understand that like boy moms, it's like, that's my son at the end of the day. I'm not expecting too much, but at the same time, my mom would be like to my brother, like get out that house so that girl can have some peace. Just come over here, come over here and we can figure things out afterwards. Like you're not about to do this because at the end of the day, you are the one that did all of this. Also the shame of the fact that like everyone's been like surrounding Ariana. So you walk it up in that house with all those people who despise you. Me and my friends and, would jump him. Like that's you're what making, I'm saying. Like, we would jump him. Come in this house if you want to. Brother, I promise you. I promise you come in this house if you want to. My group chats have been going off. Going off. Like Tom would have been jumped. We would have been like, that's so fine. Come in this house, brother. You didn't it's hear. so unbelievable. Like, Kristen was just like, he walked to the, and everyone was silent, just shocked that he would, like, dare be that brazen. And then he's just like, like I know, I'm the most hated man in America. <laughs> and, like, goes upstairs. So then Kristen had to, like, make herself the person to go upstairs and ask him to leave. Like, this, to me, I'm like, this is insane that that's how, for you to be so unremorseful. And then she says that, when he, she, when um, Ariana confronted him about this cheating, he turned it on her. Well, you know, we haven't been happy. Um, and, you know, you don't support, the he don't, you don't support me in your endeavors is where Kristen really snapped. Cause she's like, yo, we all laugh at you. The you only who's ever supported you is Ariana. You, you had a fucking level 10 B track sewn in your head two seasons ago. No one said anything to you, brother. What the fuck are you talking about? You are the most embarrassing man. You are the most embarrassing fucking person <laughs> ever. You have got to be kidding me. Like, I want to know what the things that we have you seen. Sing are you singing a cover band at 40. Like you are literally like have you abandoned the restaurant you sunk all that money into your mom's freaking pension a firefighter first off why does a, a a reality TV star need to take a loan from his firefighter mom who's retired by the way probably her whole fucking pension um to this whole restaurant you cared about but you took a break from it to go chase your little Harry Styles dreams cosplaying as Harry Styles all over America. And then the ugh, disgusting. I'm sorry. Like he can't even sing. Tom Sandoval can't sing. The I think about when he was playing that trumpet. Was <laughs> or was it a sack? What was he playing? It was that a trumpet. Was, I'll never forget okay. because I said that's crazy. Bit, okay, I said, that's crazy. I feel like to be in a relationship with a man, you already have to like pick and choose like what embarrassing like part of him you're going to accept and love. Mine could never be the fact that you played the trumpet and sing in a cover band and have that mustache like whether you were whether you were 20 30 40 it could never be i'm not no i can't mm -mm, first off no. having a public facing man in general is embarrassing i'm just gonna be very honest about it, right like too much eyes on a man is embarrassing because if you if you came in this house and saw the way my husband played video games, you'd be embarrassed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like if you saw how passionate he gets <laughs> when he's on there fighting the little 12-year-olds, calling him all types of <laughs> slurs online. I cannot. I can't. You would be humiliated for me. Okay? <laughs> so just having a forward, like a, a man on television is humbling. Like I <laughs> 
I often think about like what if we were on TV, what my husband would be like. And I just know 100% he would be like Russell Gertie's husband. Same. Few words. He would be like, and it would really be like, I'm not talking, I'm not talking, babe, I'm not talking about that on TV. Oh, first of all, I would never even, that's the thing, right? Like, I know I would would never never be my, I would be a permanent friend of for the simple fact that my husband would not. Like, where the thing, good thing is like my husband, he he knows he can put a good show, mm. right? He put a good show on. He's can be entertaining. It would be like Wendy's husband. That's literally like the the same. You know, he put a good show on. He's gonna put a happy face. But I would never sit my husband down to have a, a serious conversation on camera because yeah. he would be like this. That would be the last day of filming. Yeah, <laughs> my husband would be like, would be like at Chris and Eddie at the events. Like, where, where's the guys? Like, I'm gonna go over there. But as soon as it came to us just having like needing to sit down and have a conversation, he would be like, no. Like, I no. know my husband would actually probably be really good on TV. Like, maybe like I can, my daughter, we can do the little, we can do the serious fake conversations with my daughter. But I, my husband would literally look at me like, are what? Are you, you well? what on tv exactly exactly i just (laughs) the last thing i want to talk about when it comes to vanderpump rules in this episode which we we keep reverting back to scandal which how could we not i did not believe for a minute while watching this that raquel wanted oliver I actually was very stressed the entire time she was interacting with him because I said, are you going to say a micro version? Girl, I, I, I'm serious. Girl. I was like, she's going to say, is she going to say a micro aggression? I felt like that about Lala. It was making well, me micro, nervous. My, okay. microaggressions and Lala just like live together. What because you, right? when she said, <laughs> with her ass talking about, I already said, damn, he's fine. Girl, you okay, literally you could have even... just said- you could have just said, girl, you know, I think you look good. You know, there's so many ways Lala could have said that shit. There are so many fucking ways Lala could have said that shit instead of saying, girl, you know, I said he was fine. <laughs> don't say that anymore, Lala. <laughs> we don't even say that. That, oh, he's fine. Something we, that's a phrase we just let y'all have. We surrendered it to y'all since you want to gentrify everything fucking out. Like, girl, is he on fleek too? Okay. <laughs> like, we gave it to y'all. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your Utah ass up. That's oh my, my thing God. about her. But I literally, it, even when they went out onto the floor and kissed, it gave like producers being like, okay, go out there and then now kiss. Now kiss. Now, now, right now, in action. That's what it gave. Because I don't think was I don't it think, for you? I don't think Raquel has ever touched a black dick. I believe that. Maybe like that. a Bartise, like Raquel has maybe like touched a Bartise, but Raquel has never been, no. Mm-mm. Well, I had texted this to Kara because um, no disrespect to Garcelle, <laughs> right? But there is a reason like when I used to like, when I was single and I would date like interracially, I would always make sure with my, like check in with my white friends to make sure that like, that's a guy they would like. Cause I feel like, you know, sometimes you can't get the cross-cultural, like, you don't, you you get me? I just so did I an entire sure, like, stand-up routine about how my white husband needs to maintain being my white husband, how he can never pop up looking like Travis Kelsey or sounding like Chet Hanks. So I understand <laughs> what you're saying. Right. But I would make sure that the white girls wanted him too. You feel me? Yeah. I don't want a white man that nobody wants. Oliver, You're not me about to is, fetishize me. Right. 
Oliver with those Island Iverson braids in 2023 with no lineup on national television. I was watching it on the TV in my bedroom, so it was kind of far away, but it did look like it was lined up. And I feel like a black man who dates black women, when you know the cameras are coming in. <laughs> First and foremost, let me say this. It's been a long, every single open mic night I go to, the black men between February and March, the black men's like for either the first, middle or end of their bits will be about the fact that either in February that they, it's black history month. So they refrained from fucking white women or looking at white porn or, and now it's, you know, I didn't look at, I didn't, I didn't fuck a white girl all throughout February, but black girls don't want to fuck with me. Listen to what the fuck you just said. Yeah. And we know, we know you don't like us and we don't like you either. So be gone. And Oliver looks just like you already see, you see Oliver and I already know. Like, yeah, I know immediately. And the way they were all swooning over him. I'm sorry. Oliver's not cute. Sorry, Garcelle. No, it's just not. Short. There's nothing happening that like, it's literally, he is the white black boy that is made for white girls. Like that is, he's and built even for the in white a restaurant, I could, I just already know what type of dude Oliver is. I know he would get on my nerves. He might be my friend. Like, no, actually I won't say, I won't even say be my friend. He might like be like, oh, we're going out, Giselle. Like, why don't you come with us? And it, the answer would be because you irritate the shit out of me, Oliver. That right. would be my also, answer. Also, I feel like Oliver would... Oliver would be the type, like, you are already, I can see him talking about, you know, I don't really date, like, black girls, because, you know, they be wearing weaves, and, you know, they yeah. be baby mamas and shit. Meanwhile, like, he married a, a white, white girl, girl with three kids. Her. Right. You get me? Like, he's yeah. literally, I already know what he is. Yeah. Now, what I do want to touch on is the fact that, like, Lisa Vanderpump, all of them at this time were literally saying that, oh, Oliver's separated, Oliver's separated. His fucking wife baby mama, whatever, literally got online like as soon as he made out with Raquel and was like, no, we're not. Da -da. So I'm like, why did you sign a release, put a mag pack on, get in front of a camera, have Lisa Vanderpump do all that and say that you're separated when you weren't? Like, what was it? I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Y'all have heard me talk about this on here before. I never, I wasn't a fan of how his baby mama did that, especially because she tried to say, Oh, and just so y'all know, I so I told Garcelle I was going to do this and she told me not to. That's his mom. Right. That's his mom. And she's a public figure. I don't know the fucking moms from the town that I grew up in that would say, yeah, girl, put my son on blast on Facebook. Like, what the, on the hell? Fucking Are town you okay? Like that, 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 yeah, yeah, girl, I got you. Shut the fuck up. Shut it's the fuck also up. like, girl, like... I have to pause this because I have to pee so bad. Okay, good, because I've had this that, like... um. Okay, we're pausing. <laughs> but no, literally, I was just like, okay, Miss Mama, all as in Oliver's wife, you need to calm down. Because I oh, I will say I stand by this. There is a certain like oh, stereotype, obviously, when a black man cheats on a white woman. That like every time every black friend that I black male friend that I've had that's been in a relationship with a white woman, as soon as I find out he's cheating, I'm like, because I just know, I know what's about to be said by, to him. Because I don't know if you y'all know how many times I've heard, as soon as a black guy cheats on a white woman, her friends, I'm from middle America. Her yeah. friends are using the N word immediately. Right. right. Immediately, if not sooner. 
it's when people start saying ungrateful, like you already know. No. It's it's right after that. <laughs> Do you know how lucky you are to have me? Why? Because you verbally abuse me every night, girl. <laughs> I don't think people understand the amount of interracial relationships that I've seen between black men and white women that like as soon as they get drunk or and or mad at them, not for any like cheating, just like upset in general, like men tend to upset us. Do you know how fucking lucky you are to be with me? Why? Give me give me the top three reasons quickly. Why are you saying that? I don't think I've ever said that to my husband because I know how to argue with my facts. Like I'm oh, gonna I do, I, I do say that to my husband. No, my husband is lucky to be I say that to my child too. I'm like, do you know how no, lucky you are to have me as a mom? No, Come my on. husband is lucky to be with me. But when, depending on, I love to stay well, I on get topic. It, I'm joking. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just like a certain connotation. I'm like, girl, that is the first thing that comes out of your mouth as soon as that nigga don't do what the fuck you want him to do. And it's crazy. It's crazy. But we have to move on. But I will say last part about that is like the preview for next episode when Lala said, um, I would, if I was like the way you were last night drunk, I would never trust you around my man. Chills. When Raquel, and then when Raquel clapped back. Raquel can't even deliver her reads effortlessly though. She'll be like, well, it's a good thing that you don't like have a man to like not trust me around. Wait, it's not that she can't do it. She did that. Like she does that on purpose to make it you so think? she doesn't know what she's saying. Yes. You think? Like, you think that is the meanest fuck thing to say to someone. It's the same way she looked la la dead in her face. It was just like, oh, having a baby is like the dumbest thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was so fucking awkward because it was Bro. so clear. It was so clear that they don't like each other. No, like the hatred is powerful. And that's what I'm saying. It truly is like Raquel, Raquel knew what she was doing. Like she's taking shots like at her. It is so clear that- And Lala was keeping it cute. Lala was keeping it cute. Lala was trying to keep it cute. She she was. Honest, that shit was like, (laughs) and Raquel keeps doing that. Like I hate, and that's what I hate. It's because that's the type of girl that she's taking those little shots. She pretends to be like, and then you look crazy when you clap back. Yeah, oh. don't get me I'm started. Type of don't get me started. Don't, I don't get me started. I don't play those little games. Me neither. I don't either. it's like, maybe like you hit me, I'm knocking you out. So it's very much like, I'm going to say something wild back to you. And then I look like the bad guy. No, the, the story of my fucking life as an Aries. And I have had to learn, like, I will literally remove myself because what you're not going to do, and this sounds so bad, but no matter what, I'm going to end up looking like the good guy. I'm sorry. I've had to learn how to play those games since a kid Damn. because, and I don't mean like, even if I am the bad guy, because if I like, if I were Carol, I just wouldn't say anything. I would not be filing any lawsuits. I wouldn't find like, I would just wouldn't be saying anything. If you, if y'all ever see me not standing up for myself, it's probably because I'm in the wrong. I'm just not going to say it. Okay. But I'm going to play the game with you that you're trying to play with me. Like, oh my God, like, it's a good thing you don't have, like, a man to... Fuck off. Fuck off. Quickly. Bye. Because I'm going to come back and be like, it's a good thing that your mom decided she wanted to give me up for adoption. And then it's going to be, everyone's going to hate me. And that's the thing I don't like. Like, everyone's going to hate me. Now I'm the bad guy. I'm sorry. Like, I will literally drop the bomb that will destroy the whole room. (laughs) 
What? When's your birthday again? I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, Nicki Minaj. Oh, Nicki and Candice. Minaj and Candice. And Candice and Nini, yes. I think. My thought, yes, Nini. My fire signs, little sisters. Okay, I am an Aries. All right, you. The Leos and the Sagittarius <laughs> stress me the fuck out because okay, I you know I'm, my mom's a Leo, so I was ready. Like, it's, it... <laughs> see, my mom's a Gemini. That's why I learned how to play the fucking psychological games because, like, bitch, don't fuck with me. My mom is a. I was raised by an Aries. My brother is a Scorpio, and I'm or and I was raised by a Gemini. I'm an Aries, and my brother is a fucking Scorpio. Like, I learned how to argue like diabolical diabolical there are some times like i can hit you in places and it's truly because it's like do you know the shit i hear my mom say to people like my mom is also on top of the she's small so is my mom (laughs) it's the same thing as the candace thing like okay so i'm small Mm -hmm. so i have to learn how to back you off me with my words my mom i learned i learned growing up i'm i'm five eight so like i've always been taller than my mom for the most part as soon as i hit puberty i would like I'm not going to tell the story because if my You're mom ever heard eight, it, I would not have imagined you'd be like that tall. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Five eight. Yeah. I'm five eight. Um, I'm closer to five nine, honestly. But yeah, my mom, I'm not going to tell the story because my mom would be like, don't do that. Like she already was like, don't be, don't be talking about me and your standups and all your podcasts and shit. My but- brother is constantly hitting me up. Like I heard what you said on that podcast about me and all you. <laughs> like that's why I'm starting a Patreon. Just- I will just say it's, it's going to be like only a dollar, but it's going to be straight. Like we talking. I know. About, I heard you know? say that on, <laughs> if we talk about mother-in-laws, I'm coming on. Cause you know, we know, but I have witnessed my mom have to back people off of her before. And especially when I'm around, it gets when I was around, like as a child, it got way worse because like I'm her child. So not only are, is she backing you up off her in her mind, she's backing you off of me as well. Um, <laughs> it's just one of those things that distinctly kicks in I'll never forget one time I was like mom please like calm down please calm down and she like after everything the dust settled she was like Giselle let me explain something to you because you're not gonna have to deal with this she was like you are tall I am short when pe- when you're short you have to back people the fuck up off they of think you they because they you. think you are yeah. young you learn that young. is my like so when she gets mad she goes oh you think you can play with me because I'm short you get you learn to back people up off you like i'm gonna hurt your feelings so you are so scared because you're like i don't know what this is gonna say okay i don't know what she's gonna say my mom literally has gone on an entire rant with me talking about i gotta know how i gotta learn how to back you up off of me because you think i'm at a disadvantage because i'm short but like my mom back in the day like she would fight you my mom, I had a teacher come. Like, do you slow. see my face? My mouth is like 50% of my face. Okay. I, like he's- <laughs> I had a teacher call me slow one time. Like oh, literally. No. Yeah. I had a my third grade teacher, Mrs. Kennedy. I know that is her non-married name. That's not what she goes by now. And obviously I've been in it's been a long time since I've been in third grade. So I actually no, I don't give a fuck. Her name is Mrs. Jennings now. Um yeah, fuck Mrs. Jennings. <laughs> she called me slow um because there was a there was math, math homework. It was like, if Johnny has six apples and Susie has, uh, and t- Susie took four, how many apples are left? I said two. I didn't put two apples. So she counted the question wrong. And I took it and like, I got half of the questions wrong because I didn't label it. And my right. mom, I had to take it to my mom to get signed. And my mom was like, what the fuck? And so my mom was like, I need a meeting with you. Like, da, da, da. She came up and my mom goes, 
I don't understand how these questions are wrong. And she was like, we are teaching them to label. They need to label things. She didn't say two apples. My mom said the only thing mentioned in this motherfucking equation was apple. So what the fuck else are we talking about? Talking about. Like, my mom this. said, is this math or is it is it not math? She said, no, this is math. She said, okay, then math, my child got the math right. Let's not start acting like she didn't do the math right. She did do the math right. And she told my mom, if your child is too slow to understand that she needs to label apples, then maybe we need to talk about getting her in some specialized classes. And my mom, and I was sitting right there. My mom looked her in the eyeballs and she said, you should go get the principal. Baby, I'm going to the school board. My mom said, what? you should go get the principal. So then she, the, like, she was like, excuse me. My mom was like, I'm going to tell you one last time. I'm going to let you go get the principal before I have to go get her before somebody needs to be called. And so she left the room and then my mom thought about it and she goes, oh, fuck no, this bitch ain't going to tell the story before me. So my mom left the room and then the teacher started running and then my mom started running and then I had to run after my mom. <laughs> and there was a race to the principal's office. And that's a true story. I saw when you see God, the that's hell? a true story. When you see the hell I raised at my, my daughter's two, I had a little doubt at the preschool because the teacher put her hair in a ponytail. The hell I, the hell I raised. And like, you were like, it's a ponytail. I'm like, no, okay, no, it's black no. hair. Our hair don't go up, down, up, down. Okay. Whatever you're style. Not, no, no, I no, you're in, not. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We, uh-uh. No. And she's like, it was distracting. How, how so? And she kept telling me, she was like, it was bothering. Don't tell me what my child's hair was doing to her. Okay. I we have to move on because I we, <laughs> this is why I'm like hesitant to have children because I'm my child has a beautiful fro. No, it's gorgeous. And we like to have it out, okay? The ponies and you know our hair. We do not. You don't manipulate it. Dry, no, you don't. Okay, no. we don't do all that. Like when it's I saw not, my I don't even put this ponies, wig up and down and up and down like that. That part, it looks so crazy to the police <laughs> because you know what it is to be sitting here with no brush on dry, curly, big hair and try to put it. it was I so already cool. know how it was looking. I already know how it was looking. Okay. Now let's move on to Potomac really quickly. I don't really have much to say about Potomac. Chai, I have to tell you, you, I drink quickly. You down a glass of wine faster than anybody. Oh yeah. Like girl, I'll be just- like I'm from Miami, we be drinking. You, <laughs> I be drinking too, but shit. But no, okay, Potomac. Let me just say this. I know I, I don't have a problem with what Candace said to Giselle. Do you have a problem with what Candace said to Giselle? Absolutely not. Come I on, didn't think so. Now not. you did bring up a good I point. Follow with Wendy though. <laughs> you brought up. That's what I'm getting to. You brought up a good point that after I like had made my like how I felt clear. I saw what you said and I was like, that is a fucking good point. I how I felt about what Wendy said is I did feel like Wendy was trying to open the floor back up to Candace because she we had just talked about the dog whistling from the lighter skin women in their fans. I felt like Wendy knew that's going to be a dog whistle from the to from the fans to Candace to contradict herself because I had heard before somebody who is a Robin fan and is close with Robin and gets information from her they said before the reunion even came out that Candace was going to say something about the colorism and uh, say something in relation to the colorism conversation that completely contradicts everything she said. And when I heard that, I said, hmm, what do you mean? And then when she said that, I said, that's what they're talking about. And so stupid. And I said, and that doesn't contradict anything that she said. 
it doesn't contradict anything that she said. And at the point I've like, I haven't danced around everything. I've touched on all the subjects that I want to touch on, but what I want to be understood when it comes to light-skinned people, mixed or just light-skinned black people, I understand that there are comments in the black community jokes that aren't funny they're probably not funny to you my brother is light-skinned he looks mixed we've heard our entire lives like oh is he does he have a different dad like different parents blah blah, blah. no Bro, i'd be ready to square up every time someone asks me if my daughter's mixed because it's just like no like we have she has two black ass parents like, yeah what are you talking about i recently <laughs> like and i get it because i was at i was out at a bar on Saturday and I was with my friend and this girl came up to or me. Or they'll they've also be like, well, she's just so pretty, which yep. I'm that's where I'm getting at. So <laughs> this girl came up to me and she was like, You are fucking gorgeous. And I was like, thanks. And she was like, What are you mixed with? And I said, I'm black and black and blacker. And she goes, she looks me in the eye and she goes, What? No. I said, No, I am black and black. And I said, and black people are fucking beautiful. Cause she was about to piss. Uh, no, she did piss me off. Obviously not about to. And she goes, no, like a, you just have to have something else going on in there. I said, and why do I have to have something else going on besides black? She was like, no, like black people are beautiful. I said, but they can't be up to your beauty standard to where you think I am. I'm so beautiful. There's no way I could be black. And she's like, no, like I was just happy to see some other melanin in here. And I said, other melanin? I said, I looked around. I said, that, Oh, she the biracials on TikTok. I said, that group over there. She goes, No, like she goes, I'm brown. I said, What do you mean by brown? Because she looked like a white girl with brown hair. And she goes, I'm Hispanic. I said, Could have fooled me. And I'm not trying to be rude, but you could, this is the energy you came up to me with. Okay. And then you know what she tells me? She goes, Well, girl, I think it's your glasses. I said, my glasses make me look mixed. Excuse me? <laughs> hand, hand on the Bible to the Lord. Swear on everything. That is how that conversation went. My guy friend legit was like, what the fuck? He was like, what the fuck did she just say? To you? I was like, fuck her. Fuck this. I'm not fucking doing it. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not stupid. I know that I'm not a dark-skinned woman. I'm not a light-skinned woman. It is just... So ridiculous to me that like, and what I find this often and what I find, where I find this often is when light-skinned people are often surrounded by majority, majority white people. So yes, if you are the darkest person in the room, I'm sure you get some hateful, ignorant things, but let's not but act that you're like also experiencing racism. Not exactly. Colorism. Exactly. Let's not act like if you're in a room with a darker skinned woman or person in general, that you are not treated like a better than them. Like Ashley has called Wendy ferocious. Right. Fero Ashley and I Darby. really wish when they talked about the dog whistles, that's the thing, like it pisses me off because I'm like, bro, put me in that room, tag me in. I'm going to tell everyone all the dog whistles that they have used specifically mm -hmm. and ask them why they chose to use those words. Exactly. We're going to get to the bottom of the colorism conversation. It's going dead it here. Like, yeah, we will not, nobody will be able to leave the room and pretend to be confused on what colorism is. Nobody. Giselle Whoa. knows exactly what colorism is. We've Clearly. seen all of this shit. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm not going to hold y'all. And I said this last week on my podcast. I knew as soon as I saw Giselle Bryant's dad, I said, no, I know as soon as I, as soon as I saw Giselle Bryant, I said, that is a light-skinned black woman that was told her whole life 
you are pretty. You got green eyes. Don't ever let anybody touch your skin. Don't ever let anybody. I have heard family members. I have had dark skin uh, people in my family, dark skin girlfriends before that I have had ignorant, distant aunts and uncles be like, mm -mm, don't be hanging out with them. And I said, why? Why? Why would I not hang out with them? Because, because what? Tell me. Why did, what about, what about that makes you think I shouldn't hang out with them? That's going to rub off on you. Rub off how? That's stupid. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You sound ignorant as fuck. Okay. And there are certain, there have been dark skinned women online talking about y'all want to claim colorism. It's not colorism. I can't tell you how to feel. I can't tell dark skinned women how to feel, but all I can think of is, or chalk it up to is that Admitting that something is colorist means admitting that you have to admit that your some of the things your family or some of the people that have close are close to you have said are ignorant in colors. That and this is where I'm kind of like, okay, so like colorism isn't unique to the black community. No, it's right? not. No, no. What at pisses all. me off is like I feel like, and let me not pretend to be because I don't know the ins and outs, right? Of Indian communities. So I'm right. not going to speak for them. Mm -hmm. But what I do know is from what I have seen, and I'm mm -hmm. speaking from what I have seen mm -hmm. from growing up in Miami, having Indian friends and conversations, the first conversations that I grew up around that where people talked about colorism were Indian people that mm -hmm. I was friends with, right? Yeah. That put a name to it for me. Mm -hmm. They weren't even black. That was like the first. And I was someone who grew up, I grew up in Miami where people talk and I'm telling you like I already know the Real Housewives of Miami editing team they have to cut out so I many know, I know I know they do I know they're leaving slurs all over the table like I grew up in Miami I know these women this is like I know I know right we talk and especially like when Alexia made that comment about Russians she couldn't fathom that it could be offensive because no, that is how people talk in Miami it mm -hmm. just is Right. Like I grew up every day, even when I was just in Miami last week, where people are like, I went to my own nail shop and they're like, here's the prettiest dark skinned girl in the world. When I walked in, <laughs> that's colorist. It is. Right? And they like would refer to me as that. I'm like, yo, stop saying that. Like, but mm -hmm. it's a thing where they can't even understand it because, especially because within the Latin community, color. You already because know then, when you see, I know black with the Dominican, so. Exactly. And I was just about to say, and then you have to get in, you get into uh, the Afro-Latina community and things like that. It's layered. It's layered. It's not just. And we have a big Caribbean community. So exactly. the, I was like, just about to say that as well. All of the bleaching, yep. right? Like I've had so many people tell me like, girl, the way you would fucking eat if you just like toned a little bit. Like if you got like one or two shades lighter. And I'm like, baby, I'm already eating. Do you see this bone structure? Okay, nope. I'm already eating. <laughs> Somebody called me light-skinned and I was like, <laughs> me? I was like, excuse me? Now, I have like a lot of yellow, like yellow undertones and neutral undertones in my skin. I get that. But when they called me light-skinned, it was on TikTok. I was like, am I, me? I said, are you okay? I'm not light-skinned. I'm very brown. Brown. Period. <laughs> I was like, they were like, how could I, I don't, I deleted the comment. Cause I was like, girl, fuck you. They're like, you're light skin. So you wouldn't understand. I was like, no, I, I know that I'm not, I know that I'm not a dark skin woman. What I'm trying to say 
is that I but nobody is seeing you and thinking that you are white. Exactly. Right? exactly. Which is also and- a different degree, right? Like you have a little bit of slight, some more privilege because you're slightly lighter, right? Exactly. You also, you present as phenotypically black. Everyone who sees you knows that you are black. Do you see right? this Negro nose on me? That's, there's a big difference than Robin who truly... I will never forget when I first <laughs> saw Robin Dixon. If you put her in the Dixon. right community, you would never even consider her as black. Like, when I first saw Robin Dixon, people, I literally was like, what is that woman? This sound, that is, and I, let me walk that back. That sounds very bad. But I was like, she's not black. Cast photos dropped and I just knew that was the Kim Zosiak of the Potomac. Cast. Yeah, same. Same. Like, I just knew, like, I was like, oh, okay. So they threw in a white girl. Same. <laughs> because I will say this, Giselle does look like a light-skinned dark, uh, black woman to me. Yeah, she no, looks she, like a light-skinned black. black woman. Right. Robin Dixon, I'm sorry, she looks like a, a mixed, like a legit, like, I'm actually, no, let me say this. Robin Dixon doesn't even look like a mixed woman. She looks like a, like, either both of her parents are mixed or one of them is black and the other one is mixed. Do you know what she looks like to me? Literally like um, Rashida Jones. You know, like whenever yeah, people post, yeah, perfect, people post perfect. those like um, mm-hmm. things where like people you didn't know were biracial. Yeah. And it's like Rashida Jones. Um, what's the girl from Pretty Little Liars? Shay Mitchell. No, Shay Mitchell's not the one. Is the other, the one Spencer? Oh, oh, yeah. Where you're like, yes, wait, Spencer. Yes, and it was she something I mixed. saw about. First off, Spencer's mom is like the first black woman to do something. When yeah, you go on her Wikipedia. It says, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see, let me t- let me tell y'all something. That's why my husband is white. I get very. <laughs> It's not, that's not why I'm nervous to have kids. That's, that would be silly of me. Right. I, my thing with kids is like, I don't know if I want kids as much as I want to worry about them. Like, so all the things that comes with like worrying and stuff, I don't know if I crave kids that much, but and like it's a lot of worrying. It, I know it is. I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. But like literally, literally, I spend, I forgot Spencer was mixed. <laughs> forgot with a black mom <laughs> not that it makes you any more black but like no, no it does it does i'm sorry because let's, you know, my friends it, tell me that no, all it, the time it 1000 percent does and this is why it is because women are keepers of culture right like women do the child rearing and because we are the ones that do the child rearing, you're, you're we, let's not pretend that a man and a woman that they present the same unfortunately the way society is set up it doesn't equal that way we wish it that did. Black, let's not pretend that black men don't often like hold one of my best friends is has a mixed child she's white the dad is black some of the things that and i will not get into it out of respect her but some of the things that he has said about the baby's hair like things like that i have been like bro shut the shut your ass up you sound ignorant as fuck ignorant as my child's hair my child's hair is so long my my child here needs to stay long. Getting pissed that she got a haircut like two or like oh my god because yeah. but that's because it's the value of it. It, like, is, it is, and right? I think like that's, you, I've you always thought married that a weird. white woman because you wanted proximity to whiteness. There's a reason why, like when they were Juan was talking about, he wanted another child. He wanted a daughter because he wants one that looks like Robin. Robin, because there's currency in and that. Juan's not was, Juan is not dark either. Juan is a light skinned black man as well. Right. So and he. He wants the proximity to whiteness, right? Yeah, he, he wants does. that white daughter. Mm-hmm. That racially ambiguous that. looking daughter. Yeah. 
Like, and that's my thing. Where we go from here, I don't know. I know that I don't want to see, I don't want to see Mia anymore. Mia is, and even though I know I will, it already leaked that she got her contract renewed. I don't, it's, I don't, I can't stress how much I don't like people who just say anything. No, so, exactly. Make but the, that's first, first and foremost, make the argument interesting. Make the argument interesting. Secondly, you can't just say anything during an argument and it stick because first and you foremost, talk about you giving Peter the cookie girl. Why would you say that? Like first and foremost, first and foremost, you saying, Oh, I was with Jacqueline's mama. That's why I was with her mama on mother day. Like she making it seem like she loves you more. And you're like, then you're like, no, but I was on the phone with her FaceTime for an hour. There are 24 literal hours out of the day. 24 of them. You were on FaceTime with this woman for an hour. That's not, you could be cleaning up a body. You could be cleaning up, covering up a crime on the hour on FaceTime. She could not testify for you in a court of law. Shut the fuck up. Also, like, let's be honest, like, who cares? Jacqueline's a mother herself. So it was also Mother's Day for her. Okay. Hello. I worry about that too because I'm like, I don't know that I want to see my mom on Mother's Day. I want to do my, it's my Mother's Day too. <laughs> Hello? That's like, that. that is just like my thing. Like, I can't take the line that just saying anything. The shit drives me fucking crazy. The only thing I want to touch on with Potom- when it comes to Potomac, I think, uh, before we move on to Miami, because we need to touch on that, is a lot of people are like, Chris need to stop doing these podcasts. Chris need to shut up. He's not a housewife. It. I'm loving it. I don't care because... <laughs> The things that they said about him, somebody was on the Twitter, okay, talking about Chris asked Andy if he could be a guest on Watch What Happens Live, how thirsty, da 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 Husbands don't do X, Y, Z. And somebody promptly just replied and was like, the Jersey Housewives are guests on Watch What Happens Live all the time. They've had their like, own- What are you talking about? Like, Baby, Gordon, other- Gordon was the bartender. One of Mauricio, the Mauricio has been a guest on Watch What Happens Live. And then they were like, they broke it down for the person and they go- well, I don't watch this show, so I didn't know, but my comment still stands. It No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because and what you said people was, just untru- say was an untruth. What you said was an untruth. That's not true. You said no other husband does X, Y, Z. And they told you, yes, they do. Here is the long list of receipts that we have proving that husbands do and have been guests on Watch What Happens Lives without their wives. And then you say... Well, my point still stands. It doesn't. Your point actually crumbled to the fucking ground because it was not a point. It's not true. You just don't like fucking Chris. And for whatever reason, you don't think that he should be able to voice his opinions against Giselle. Giselle had some strong ass opinions. Actually, I lied. I want to talk about one more thing. I saw a certain someone say that Chris or Candace has nerve to talk about Giselle being light-skinned because if her and Chris have kids, they will be, they might be light-skinned. I want to say something because I have had to say this to people who have tried to throw my blackness in my face before and the fact that I've married a white man before. My husband did not erase any racism or prejudice I've ever experienced in my life from before and he will not protect me from it afterwards. That is stupid. And furthermore, I am sure since Candace is a dark-skinned woman, she will be able to have a talk with her child about how the world may perceive them versus how uh, they might perceive a darker person. She's not going, I don't know because I don't know Candace, but I would be willing to bet that she's not going to invalidate their feelings. Right. 
She is not going to say, you can't say anything because you're light skin because that's no one has said that. That's my thing with like the light skin community that is fighting so hard for this shit against this show. No one said that your feelings don't matter, that you are invalid. No one said that. Right. What they are saying is that what you face versus what a dark skinned person faces amongst the world generally are not the same. People are gen dark skinned people are generally treated worse than light skinned people. That like let's not act like passing the movie passing the whole story of that is not a thing, right? Like. It's also like this idea that like, that's not the point is not that they can't talk. Like it's acknowledging your privilege and walking with that, right? Exactly. Like, being aware of it. That's all anyone's asking. Nobody's asking you to solve the issue no. of colorism. No. Or to, it is being aware of your privilege and moving yep. in that way. When, and I wish like when Wendy said being, being mindful of dog whistles, right? Mm -hmm. Is the fact that I'm like, okay, I think all the time about like growing I'm a dark skinned woman. Mm -hmm. My daughter has really loose textured hair. Every five seconds, mm -hmm. pe black people come to her and be like, well, you're so lucky. She, you're so, she's so lucky. She has this type of hair, mm -hmm. right? She's loose curly hair. She's wet and go hair, right? Like people she has, like, always greasy comments. Like, yeah. Yeah. People make those comments, right? Mm -hmm. And like growing up, my mom would always tell me things like little, just like, well, don't think you can get away with it because you're cute. Right. Yeah. And that's just like, that is just a level of, that's like mm -hmm. my mom, right? Every parent thinks their child is cute, mm -hmm. but my mom is saying the, the way that you show up in the world right. does it, the way people treat you, mm -hmm. like, that's just the part of it. And you need to be like empathetic to the fact that people who don't show up in the world, the way that you do, don't have those same privileges exactly. and be aware of it. That's exactly. it. Right. As a dark skin woman who's like, oh, I have a smaller nose. It, that is maybe the slightest little bit of privilege, but it mm -hmm. does something. In some exactly places. it does <laughs> like the, the, the majority of things i got made fun of when i was younger was my nose like i have my whole family has these noses like we have naturally wide set noses i used to swear i wanted a nose job when i was younger because i got picked on about it so much i love my nose i would literally never change it now i would never touch beautiful. it. beautiful it's beautiful i would never touch it thank you like i like it is those things that you have to unlearn and it's like giselle you, I'm not saying that Giselle Bryant never had to unlearn anything about like hating her looks, but I feel like, I feel like she was probably told that she was more beautiful. I'm using air quotes. Of course, there, for sure. Based on the rest of us, because of what she says, how she talks about herself. The world has never seen light-skinned black women with pretty green eyes. Like Giselle, yes, we have. First of all, we, we have seen them. You just think that you are so fucking special. And that's my thing about Giselle. She, I think that like how I think of myself, I think I am fucking hilarious. Like the things I think about myself, yeah, you I, are. I, I feel unique to me. Right. It doesn't, I don't think that I am like, like if somebody called me an average looking black girl, I'd be like, you are correct because I am. You know what right. I mean? Like, well, I don't think so, but yeah, I get what but you're you saying. You know what I mean? Like, I right, right. It's fair. I'm, I mean, I'm black. To me, I, I hate this, like, art because I try to like really much, like obviously like, I grew up with a mom who was super vain, bro. My mom wore makeup in the house, you know? <laughs> like, till now, like, my mom was all, she would never know it. Like, when my mom got cancer, the only thing she thought about was, is this going to make me ugly, right? Like, that was her <laughs> mm -hmm. focus, right? But, like, my, I, so I know the way that beauty is a depreciating asset. Mm-hmm. 
right? Like exactly. you cannot fight it for like eight, as you are aging, it is what it is. It right. Is. And like mm-hmm. the way that, and also like when you like put all your value in desirability, yep. it's so sad and pathetic. And this is, it, it is sad, right? Because it is something that unfortunately men date younger and younger and younger. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Yep. Like I think about the fact that like when me and my husband go out, he's older than me, but I'm old in the club and he's not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that is irritating to me. It, yeah. it is very irritating. Yep. Like I think about it every single time. Like there was a list, we, we went out in Dubai at the club and some girl had said something to me and she was just like, oh, you know, when I at our age or whatever. And I was just like, girl, I'm not your age. And I was like, I'm 32. And she was like, oh, I'm 24. <laughs> and I was like, and then she's like, you look so good for your age. And it pissed me the fuck off because bro, 32 is young. If a 24 year old tried to say <laughs> shit to me. I'm oh not my old, God. right? And then she's like, I hope that like me and my husband are still having fun when I'm when we're your age. And I'm like, <sighs> you know, like, like that's young. But unfortunately, right, that girl is 24 in the club with men in their 30s, probably still date, like, especially because it's like a place that is like nicer, right? So younger men can't afford to be there. So I'm looking around, all the men in here are 30 plus. The girls are in their twenties. So are you staking your looks on men wanting you? Maybe you have to get your oh. find your value in something else. You have oh. to find your value in something else. I just maybe Dubai is not the place for me to visit because I know that public <laughs> arguments are not allowed. And one thing about me, I'm engaged. Okay, I'm engaged now. Speaking of, let's just go on to Miami because my good God. My blood pressure risen, risen while watching that fucking reunion. <laughs> I saw one tweet of somebody being like, LOL, Alexia made herself look so goddamn bad. It was When comical. she got up in the beginning to show her dress, I wanted to die. The cringe. First of all, Julia, okay, I have to back that up because Gertie's dress, when we first saw reunion looks, y'all heard me. Gertie's, we have not seen a reunion dress like Gertie's. The structure, the concept, the anything like it ever, ever, ever. Housewife history. Housewife history. And I feel like it didn't get as much as respect as it deserved because no one has showed out like that before. No one. When I, you, bro, when I, it was 25 pounds. The pride I had watching Gertie, like, first off, like, I love watching Real Housewives of Miami because it is, like, it is the only, especially when I, I'm from Miami, it's where I grew up, like, always repping. I have my yeah. little heat shirt on, always. Um, but no show, like, represents my specific Miami mm-hmm. and the people I know, because usually when you have shows that are set in Miami, they're, like, transplants, yeah. Right. So it, it's never like like Real Housewives of Miami is the only one where I'm like, first off, it looks like a real Miami friend group. Mm-hmm. Right. Like in terms of all the other shows, I'm like Miami is the easiest place to have a seamlessly integrated cast that makes sense because mm-hmm. all friends groups look like that. Yeah. Right. Like when I'm chilling with my friends from Miami, like we're the spectrum. Right. Like that's how my pictures look like we're all. You know, it's only when I move in other places that it's like my friend groups all look like me because like mm-hmm. most like that's just 
how things are set up in other places. But Gertie is a very specific type of Miami bitch. That is Gertie like, is so fucking cool. I know her. I see like not personally know her, but like I feel represented in who she is because I I just love her. Gertie is so fucking cool because that shot of her walking into the reunion cleared. I was like, bitch, what? The way the wind was hitting her. And then it's like, when you saw the way she carries herself. Yes. The way she carries herself. Like Gertie is like, I'm ready to go. This is what we're doing. Let's go. Let's do this shit. And she is so like, you could not tell me that Gertie is not 120% herself. You could not tell me that. I would be like, well, get that bitch an Oscar. Okay. The only thing is that has really been stressing me. And I've been trying to get messages to her. I finally found who does her hair. And I know somebody who knows her. And we were supposed to meet up at Soho House, but it didn't work out this last time. And I was going to bring it up. And I've been trying to be like, should I just DM her? And I'm like, is that going to, I felt it would naturally have happened. We've talked about You know, if we were drinking and chilling, (laughs) I would have been able to just be like, hey, like send her this link to this wig. And I want like, and I could have made it happen. There have been times Uh, when like Gertie's hair that I'm like, girl, what the fuck? What is that? It's but I also think like, about TV ready. Yes, um, I was gonna say it's TV ready. ready. I think maybe in person because okay, so real no in person. Miami, I'm sure it looks bad too. Real Housewives of Miami has like a better production team. They're right. they're the way their shit is shot. It looks like it's it's another level. It's another and level. that's why baby it's HD lace or nothing. Like no, you can't, literally. Like and that's why Kiki is on, right? Like, like the, there's a big difference, right? You also, are, no matter how black you like your hair, right? Um, yeah, you, you, you can't do the jet black. It looks like yeah, that. you can't do the one B. Uh, Kiki not with also, the wig, not with the wig. Kiki also looked so fucking cool. The energy that Kiki and Gertie bring, I don't. They don't necessarily sit on the same side because, like, Kiki and uh, the Mean Girls, like the Alexia Marisol. Larsa, there she is. Kiki is cool with them, but what I can tell is that Kiki and Gertie got each other no matter what. As the two, and that's the Haitian girl, and they're also both Haitian girls. I was just about to say they're both Haitian. Both speak Creole, and sometimes you'll get a little like girl, you know. Yes, yes, that is what I do like about them. That even though they don't really sit on the same side often, they're like, but we got each other at the end of the day. First things first, I want to get into this. It one thing that really bothered me, like seriously, has bothered me all all season with Miami is how these women talk to Nicole about her dad, because I have such seeing Nicole talk to her dad makes me very emotional because me and my dad aren't at a point that like the relationship can never be repaired. But I want to say that it's been broken, like no contact. Well, there's some contact that, I mean, I had to have an awkward conversation with him about how he's not coming. He wasn't coming to my wedding. Um, But I mean, I haven't seen my dad probably since I was, 20 well no he had a stroke um and I did go to see him in the hospital uh reluctantly when I think I was like 23 and then a lot of things took place between then and now and I was done like I was like I don't care even though he had this stroke, you're not, you, the way you treat my mom and my brother when they're trying to help you, the way you allow your family to treat us, like his sisters and siblings, it's never sat right with me, even when I was a kid. So when they tell Nicole, like, you just need to get over it, blah, blah, blah. I would have, and Nicole started crying. I really did start crying for her because I can't imagine anybody telling me 
especially people that don't know me that like that. I have friends that have been my friend that know my dad. They spent time around him when we were younger. They still would never tell me like, Giselle, you just need to like talk to him. Da -da. They would never tell me that. So all of these women telling this to Nicole really broke my heart. And then to watch her break down. But for Larsa to sit there and say, that's a grown ass man. Y'all are belittling. I'm about tired of her. I'm about tired of her. Larsa jumped out the window with that comment. I was like, I hope they're paying her overtime to... <laughs> she's getting paid time and a half to work overtime to uphold the patriarchy like that. Like Larsa, now it's emasculating to ask a man to apologize. Larsa, you know what? Let's see what. And I happen. already did not like what they were doing with the trying to come for Gert, say Gertie castrated her husband. I, I didn't know because where the fuck did that like, come from? Where the fuck did that big, come from? Like people always come for that, right? Being like, well, you know, because no, because my man doesn't talk to me crazy like you let yours, and because he's a nice man. Alexia, I am waiting any moment for something to pop up in the news about Todd. We already see what pops up in the news about your fucking oldest son. Like, so, so Peter and I ran in circles, right? Don't want to say too much, but <laughs> um, Peter's a, a shit person, right? I like I everything they said he did, he did. Yeah, everything was. Alexia is so deeply problematic in yeah. the level of what she's willing to excuse. Mm -hmm. When she said that her her last husband, oh, he went back to jail for, for drugs, drugs or I think, something. For do you drugs, know what the I something think? was? No, I know, the, I know. Literally, have to, hold on. Let me put it. There's what led. To, we're gonna put a yeah. trigger warning. And I was getting to this, and I'm glad you brought it up because I am low key fucking pissed at. NBC Universal, Peacock, everything for not disclosing, putting any type of fucking anything on there to dis like tell the fucking truth. Alexia sat there and said, oh, I think you went to jail for like drugs or something. And that is not fucking it. He went to jail for sexual battery against a minor. He is a registered sex offender. And the fact that they sat there and fucking filmed with him. A solo scene without Alexia meeting one exactly. of those, one of exactly. those two problematic men are getting paid to and be on the show. Exactly. And the me. other one, the other one sat there and had a domestic violence charge brought against him. I don't fucking care if the girlfriend, ex-girlfriend dropped it or not. You and got back with him because that's how abuse works. You I don't idiot. care. Like, I don't <laughs> literally care if works. she exactly. I don't care. And also assaulted a fucking photographer as well. You have when and I saw that man. scene and a when, homeless man. Yeah, a homeless man. That's what it that was. Video? Not a photographer. Yeah, a homeless man. I don't care that that I don't care. I was like, oh, so they're just gonna film this and they're gonna allow her to say. Oh, I think he went to jail for drugs or something. First of all, Alexia, shut the fuck up. That is the father of your, the only father of your children. You don't have any other baby daddies. You know why he went to jail. You know why he went to jail. He is a registered sex offender. I need to stress that to everybody because it's literally online. Sexual battery against a minor. What the fuck? I didn't need to see any of that conversation between Peter and him. I didn't all. mean to see any of it. You can keep it. Because Peter was looking straight up. First off, every scene with Peter looks like something off of intervention. The Peter way that he's struggling to literally struggling to hold, hold his head up is giving 
opioid. So like the way he's struggling to keep his head up and like that, I, I know what that look is. I watched so much, inter- I've seen it, bro. That is straight up the house that the Sheckler family built. He okay. constantly <laughs> looks like he's in need of a shower. Like slurring and trying to hold his head up. Um, oh, I'm going to fuck off to Puerto Rico. I said to Puerto Rico. How you get there, baby? How you get from Miami to Puerto Rico? What? But that's also what Peter does, right? Because he was left too much money. Yeah. Because, you know, Peter was like married in Paris for a while and like. What? Yeah. So like, um. He had like first, so he used to always be like, you know, everyone has a fake ID. So like we were always like in the club very young. Um, Peter had met some girl, like started dating her, moved to Paris. They were married for a very brief marriage. Um, allegedly domestic violence there and drugs. And then came back, <laughs> popped back up. Um, he also like moved and I remember being like fed up like when I stopped following him is when he had his two black friends that like I one of them that I know that we used to be really cool and he had a picture with him and he was like niggas in Paris and I was like um I hit up my friend like uh <laughs> not you being one of Peter's niggas in Paris like that's cool <laughs> and I had to just like log out of the whole friendship situation but yeah like Peter's a menace, a rich menace. He's a rich menace. He, he Obviously. Was left with just too much money. And I don't feel like Alexia, someone who has no checks, balances, and Alexia. I wish that they had maybe set up a different type of trust for him that was maybe like, does it start paying till you're 30? And maybe here's the other thing. Like, I don't know. Speaking of the money situation, they touched on um, you know, people talking about Nicole's finances mm-hmm. and things like that. First of all, anesthesiologists do make a lot of money, but not also no that no no not that much. <laughs> and then Todd is a lawyer for like a uh, personal injury. Not Todd. Um, or I'm sorry, not Todd. Uh, uh, what's his name? Anthony. No, Anthony. Okay, Anthony. Can yeah, he's that. a personal injury lawyer. I do get targeted ads for his law firm. Okay, I'm just saying I'm not crawl, <laughs> but no. I um personal injury lawyers while they can be sketchy, they do make a lot of money. Okay. But then also Nicole says we have multiple uh, homes across Florida that we flip Miami that we flip and then we sell for a profit. She says that they bought that home for $13 million and they sold it to Jeff Bezos parents for 44 million. That alone, that alone. Right. Bye. Okay. It's also like what the housing market has done exactly. in the last couple of years in Miami. Like literally like my parents, which I never thought it's been a, heartbreaking because i never thought they would sell our house and i thought mm-hmm. forever but they're just like the money's too good okay yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> at this point so it's literally just that where people are coming to you especially exactly. like the way the beach is starting to collapse like where if you have houses more inland like everyone mm-hmm. is literally like bombarding you with offers for your oh, home really? that's why jeff Bezos is able to come in and be like i'll offer 40 for this yeah for this house the housing market is insane in miami right now okay like, okay that makes sense i'm really trying but to get yeah. my, my mother-in-law to not sell her condo because i'm like please just don't do it don't do it yeah i know it's tempting but but yeah so and that's the thing i'm like okay easy easily explain alexia but is that your money or is it ta- or uh uh Peter. Peter. uh anthony's money alexia let's ask what's your money and what's todd's money Actually, no, better yet, let's ask what's Marisol's money and what her husband's money is since they're not technically fucking married. After y'all got on Nicole about that shit, 
all no, that the spiritually married when she dropped that i was like Grr. the way she dropped it too like legally marisol and her husband are not married i said hard stop don't don't do not shit on me and call it chocolate cake you have got to be fucking kidding me. especially because remember when she like nicole had said that she didn't oh, mean- like that she um marisol got married to be relevant for the show and now for us to now like that Alexia said that about her. She's like, no, but now that we find out that she's only spiritually married, I'm like, okay, girl, so you definitely got married. <laughs> no, but really, but really. They were like, oh, you need to have a home life. So she's like, let me quit. Let me get a husband. <laughs> and speaking of, Marisol and uh, Adriana come out, which they, they might as well have been out there from the beginning. I don't know why the fuck I thought it was tough when they had Gertie scoot over for Adriana. I thought that was tough because Gertie's like a main caster. And I don't know that I've seen a, like, a friend of that. Like usually they tag on to the end, right? Or I think I it's because well, it, both Adriana and Marisol are full-time cast members. Like, I don't know for what the, the mo- fuck. But that's I don't what, what I'm saying. The- so just have started it that way. So it didn't look like, I, there was no yeah. point in having it then like scoot Gertie over but to now put her. when Alexia and Gertie start getting into it, Alexia saying that I, I, I try really hard not to call any of these women dumb. I try to be fair. I can't do it with this in Alexia. I, I really can't. I really can't because she should be tired because I know I was tired by the end of that shit. The way she, the hoops she jumped through. Alexia, you're rude. Gertie sent you flowers. Do you know how many flowers I got sent in the time that I was getting married that no, I technically did not need, but it was nice. Somebody thought of me. And not only that, she spent money getting you the flowers. She also had an event that night that she left to be there for you. Why do I need flowers? Why do I need flowers? It was just something nice to do. Okay, it was something nice to do. And then no, Alexia her- is just a bitch, right? Like she it's, is it's a fucking cunt. Like, I'm sorry. Like it's she's just a, I don't care. I I don't and she doesn't care. care either. Like she doesn't and, care. Yeah, and she doesn't she's, care. She revels in the mean girl she thing. She loves shit up and throws it. She just picks shit up and fucking throws it. I'm probably gonna get fucking hateful comments for calling her the c word. I don't fucking care because that was it was disgusting. At the y'all, I feel like what we're forgetting is that at the while we are supposed to see like the height of like drama and stuff we are also supposed to come to solutions and conclusions so that we can move forward for a next season in a new direction alexia is not trying to do that she is not trying to do that whatsoever saying that the women bring up her trials and tribulations to use against her no you bring those up to excuse your shit behavior right you bring those up and then for marisol to feed her friend the wrong word like stigmatism and then she say it she say it and And then everyone starts no bro like that's what you said everyone's laughing because stigmatism that's what you said bro like stigmatism that's what you said bro like that's it everyone's laughing because that's because we deserve to it was funny and then marisol to say okay amex that Amex thing don't have nothing to do with the fact that you just told your friend the wrong I word. I hate to when say. my husband sees me watching Real Housewives of, of Miami because he always makes fun of me because it's like I'm like I grew up in Kendall, so it's taking a while. But I, 
I have a like Alexia's accent is not even people are like it's a Cuban it's a Miami accent <laughs> yeah and it takes a long time for you to get through the like super 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 bro 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 like that's mm-hmm. how I talk <laughs> oh really that's what that is yeah that's a Miami thing oh, <laughs> it's okay. a very, and that. it's specific to like Kendall too like mm-hmm. where I grew up like it's very much like that's just the accent so like all my friends sound like that and then every time I come home I have to like get out of that habit mm-hmm. <laughs> like bro 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 like for everything okay that makes sense and I don't have a problem with the bros I really <laughs> I really don't but, but like the whole thing even like the like and the book and everything is just a Miami accent yeah, I don't have a problem with any of that, but like y'all, y'all need to stay on topic. Like you don't even have anything to throw back at Nicole for this because she's laughing like everybody else is because y'all sound stupid. Y'all sound dumb. I mean, like okay, Amex. So like, yeah, girl, okay, Amex. On. She didn't throw the Amex at her, and I agree with uh Nicole. She said I thought it was going to be a lot worse the way that they beat because they did. They beat Nicole down for that apology. They beat her down. She said, I took you out to dinner. I wasn't saying exactly what you wanted me to say and you still continue to do. And then when when Nicole was like, you want people to suck your fucking left toe, Larsa's like, come on, man, come on. No, 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 not you feet pics. Not you feet pics. Shut the fuck up. You're not going to be disgusted about talking about toe sucking. Shut the fuck up. Speaking of Larsa, girl, girl, girl. I'm not fucking with her with this Tamron Hall shit. I'm really not. Because same thing with her and Portia. You okay. are being asked. Stassi too. Stassi too. Because remember, she tried Stassi to come for Tamara. Like, but the, my, my thing with job. Portia, my thing with Portia in, in like specifically is she's like, first of all, you got out, you wanted the reaction that you wanted to assage your feelings. So you went on to wear the breakfast club with two of the most misogynistic fucking men to talk about a black woman because you knew that they would have your side because you are the tits and ass sitting in front of their fucking face right now. Yep. That's right. what you did, Portia. Fuck off and fuck you. Don't ever fucking say I went on her podcast because as I wanted to support a black woman. No, you did it because now look at what you're doing here. If I came on your podcast, Chai, to support you and I really felt like you came after me and I want, but it was about the black woman in the sisterhood, I would reach out to you. And I would say, Chai, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I felt like that wasn't what we discussed. But my thing with Portia and my thing with Larsa, Portia, you just started, got engaged to Simon, who we met as your friend. You need to talk about right. Bra- you need to like, talk to Bravo TV and NBC Universal about that shit. Because y'all presented her to us as your friend. And then you're like, and even no, that's not, not my girl. At, at the very least, at the very least, your, your co-worker's, co-worker's husband. And your that's what Tamron Hall said, your co-worker. Yeah. Wasn't that the thing? So and this Tamar is my thing. Is, an investigative, she was an investigative. What did you think you came on the show to do is my issue. Like uh-uh. you came she, in the midst of this. Like what else are you going to get asked about? She tried to say that, that she was trying to support or to promote her book. Don't, don't fucking play with me. Don't play with me. You literally sat on national TV and asked, where did the railroad go though? For the underground railroad. Nobody's reading your book. Because it's so enlightening as literature. Also, let me be honest with you. I feel like let's talk about the fact that Tamron Hall could have, re- if she wanted to come at you inflammatory and the way that I, like my biggest issue with Portia and that stupid book for me 
is the fact that this is just my thing, right? And people, when you talk about victims could come out at whatever time and whatever, but to me, right? When you have firsthand accounts of R. Kelly being abusive to women, mm-hmm. you talking about you heard screaming in the house. When people were ta- needing people to speak up and people are like denying that, saying that this is even like, had she come out prior to the trial? I think people would have even like, oh, you don't know that. That was like the thing in her book is that she dated R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. What? Exactly. So to me, right, is you now after he's already been, um, you know, convicted, now come trying to peddle the story to sell a book, right? When you could have been helpful to, and you live in Atlanta. When I t- think about the fact that like those, um, did you watch the documentary? Those No, like, I can't, uh, I can't watch There it. were parents that were like, yo, our daughter's in here and the police weren't listening to them. Then she turned 18 and they were like, oh, well, there's nothing we can do because she's 18, right? Like your story could have lended credibility. I'm just saying. And I know that like, I know people say you can't tell victims when are they're ready to come out. But I think for the fact that you only were ready to come out to peddle a book, and she led with that story in a lot of think press prior to, and that's another thing. Your book was old already before the, you were on the show because the Simon scandal, bro. Yeah. That's not when the show, that's not when your book And so that's, so that was. The Pursuit of Portia came out prior to that season of, that season of um, Atlanta. Exactly. And that was my thing. Don't, let's not act like, because I would be willing to bet that you raised the price that it cost to book you because of the fact that not only that you were with Simon and the controversy surrounding it, you left the show that you were on that provided you a platform to tell your story in the way you wanted to tell your story. You fucking left it. And then you were saying, oh, I want to talk about, don't fucking play with me in my face and sit here and act like, oh, I did, I'm here to talk about, no, you know, we, I, we know why you're did here. Did you watch that spinoff? Yeah, it was a fucking mess. She looked terrible. Baby, I, want a, I want a second season. I thought that she was so good. It was. Like she looked horrible, but it, it was. was truly no. Like, it was. It was very. I, tell you, I never see somebody's family hell bent on making them look bad. Yeah, it was very <laughs> fucking good. It was producer, terrible for her. She told everyone to shut up. Yeah, so they couldn't speak about it, and then the producers were flashing like we were told that Portia told her family that they could not say anything. Yeah, and then you see Portia be like, "I don't know what happened when they were trying to talk about the fight." That like, is like the thing that pisses me off. <laughs> don't fucking play dumb with me. I would rather you just say, yeah, so I told my good. family I didn't want this talked so about. Good. Oh, it was, it was good. so messy. But she was like, I'll never do that again. Same thing with Larsa. <laughs> Stop acting like people want to talk to you because you're so riveting on the show. You're actually one of the most fucking boring people on this show. You only clock in when you have a fucking Instagram DM to throw at somebody with no fucking merit. Okay? They want to know why you're dating a guy that you knew when he was a kid. That's what they want to know, Larsa. And I'm tired of acting like, oh, age is nothing but a number. If my dad is trying to work on his relationship with me and he pops up with a fucking bitch that's younger than me, I'm going to be Larsa, like- Larsa should have stayed out of that because first off, those are not- Like she thought that like the age thing, no, baby, 70 and uh, uh, and my dating someone younger than me, that needs to be a line. I'm sorry. Dating someone younger than your child needs to be a line. I'm 70 something and 29. He's old enough to be her grandfather. Like 
to me, right, as a woman, right, I would look at that 29-year-old and be like, what is going on with you that this is happening? On a woman tip, I don't want my dad dating, like, even, not even just what it says about my dad, what it says about that girl, and then also me knowing my dad Mm -hmm. and the type of man that he is, Exactly. And then not only that, for people, when Andy said, People are saying, you know, people have made the point that to point out that Marcus is closer in age to your oldest child than he is to you. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So that tells her me poor Teddy, that was stupid, that, but that I don't me- mind. I don't mind her relationship though. I like it for her. Like whatever. 32 is, that's not bad for me. I don't care. It's like not, I don't, but if something happened to my husband, we go, we go pop up with a young guy. I'm sorry. It's going to happen. Oh, so, and then, and a young man can never do anything for me. I would never date young. I've never dated younger. I've never, I've never, see, this is the thing. I've never dated younger, but I'm only 32. But right? here's my thing. So I would, when I, I, when if Larsa would just 40s, own it. A, te- a guy 10 years younger than me, I don't think it's a big deal. If Larsa would just own it instead of being like, when people are like, so it's been clear to us since, you know, all these documentaries come out that Scotty and Michael were actually arch nemesis, rivals. Right. They hated each other. And she's like, I, I don't know. That doesn't have anything to do with me. Bitch, stop it. Stop it. Stop now. Like, shut the fuck up. That was your ex-husband. And not only your ex-husband at the end of your fucking relationship, your husband during the main time when he hated Michael fucking Jordan, which is that kid's daddy. Shut the, and the fuck up. And the worst is like, stop. you pretending, girl. You know he was coming home talking cash money shit about Michael Jordan every it day. It's my blood boiling, Chai, because I don't <laughs> stop fucking playing with me. Stop playing with that me. That to me, those are the things that I like about Larsa, though. I, I do. Because for me, it's mm. the idea that, like, okay, when she fucked Future, fine. I don't give a fuck about Future. No, wait, Future's but true. but you know, F- Future was literally going around everywhere saying he fucked Larsa because Scottie Pippen refused to sign his Jordans when he was a kid. What? You never heard that? No, I hate Future. I don't keep up with that shit. Yo, that was like so funny to me because I just think that Larsa is weird. Like she's wild. She's just wild. Like I don't, but like, here's the thing. And if Larsa they had to divorce at that point. I know but they remember, had it. She didn't care because she outlasted the prenup. Also, which is like to, to have a bitch say out loud. A woman out loud say, I earned it. I outlasted the prenup. Baby, that is iconic to me. I'm when sorry. I never heard last, those last reunion strung together. When she said last reunion, I earned it, Andy. I earned it. I was like, bitch. But Baby, then, if but you don't get on the phone and but, teach Ashley some shit, please. No, that's, but don't. But my point is, don't keep telling me. I loved Scotty so much. Like, da 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 da. No, shut the fuck up. You outlasted the prenup, girl. Shut the fuck up. And not only did you outlast the prenup, you did like an extra few years, which I can respect. Janet Jackson. Yeah, but those, but those extra few years, she literally once the prenup ended, she was thought and bopping with the Kardashians. Yeah, I know she was. That was literally like she would be on camera, like like she did not. She the time when she fucked Future, and that's when she lies down. She's like. People didn't know we were like separated. People kept saying I was cheating. I'm like, mm, whatever, girl. Well, what thing you gonna do? Came out that she, so her and Tristan, or Tristan Thompson were talking, and I'm like, Larsa, I don't know if you're getting your dates mixed up or what, but like, don't be saying some of that. It's like you're telling on yourself. Like, I don't. Larsa is like so fucking 
just she doesn't want to be there and she's just there to collect a check and that's my thing no she thinks she's better than the show she does because she's also really enjoying the attention she's getting from that's why when she clocks back in that's why she's like i haven't been paying attention that's why i said you fucked the whole hospital because i didn't hear anything that you said i just knew that i got this instagram dm right and i'm gonna use it against you that's what larsa is saying but Mm -hmm. then also for Adriana, I cannot stress how much I don't fuck with what Adriana said later in the season, but what we're not going to do is act like we don't have a whole bunch of season of bullshit from those women towards Adriana to get to. And I don't even care for Adriana like that. I really always hated Adriana. Yeah, I don't even care for her like that. Sucks. But like, she's just, I can't deal with people who are like that level of palpable jealousy. I can't either. I can't either. Adriana, so that that level of jealousy—it's uncomfortable to that watch. Level, like, and not only like, that, that level of thinking like I need to feel bad for you because you're single, baby. I, I cannot like, stand when she was like, "My alimony is about to run out. I cannot work, girl." <laughs> baby, did you you said that out loud? That came out your mouth. <laughs> she was like, "She's like, like alimony." I was like. Bitch, do you know how many women don't get out of money? have to go to work. And you're at work. You're saying that while you're at work. You're getting paid to do this. She's literally lip syncing for her life on this show. Literally. Like, if she had led with that, as soon as she said, I was like, oh, that's why we're doing this. The antics are wild because it's literally, you need this desperately. Because you were like, yeah, what job can I go back to? And it's annoying to me because I'm like, girl, you have all those degrees. She really she does. She has a lot of degrees. And like, okay, but that's my thing. I don't fuck with what Adriana, Adriana said. Adriana loves school. She's like, she yeah, does. School, I, she I don't fuck school. with what Adriana said at all. But like, we still have a lot of things to get to, Adriana, or Alexia, <laughs> before we get to what Adriana said about Frankie. So like, girl, you literally made it a point to stand alexia to t- stand 10 toes down on i don't think it's cool to fuck with married men and what alexia Yo, or what adriana presented us. was those text messages it was like bam there it is you don't really care that much and then for larsa larsa to literally be like can we talk about how disgusting it is that we're reading text messages right now shut up shut the girl fuck up. you shut like but, but what i will say though is um the left couch was trying, right? Like <laughs> Larsa was, she like they were trying, like like Larsa needed to say it something. Was so I bad. mean, I, it was and I so felt bad. like it, it, it felt like a real friend, right? Like you know where you're just like, damn, my friend is caught dead to rights. I'm not gonna let you go out. Like I this. would. Like, I have to throw something out there. Ty, I would be like, shut up. I would <laughs> literally tell you if that would be you. I'd be like, don't shut up, just don't. She no. had to throw so, something out there. And I can see it in Larsa when it, she said it. It was because she was embarrassed for Alexia. Like the shame off of Alexia was rubbing over that she wanted us to be done with the conversation because Alexia was looking bad. <laughs> bro, Alexia was floundering. It was She's so like, bad. No, bro, like at that time, I didn't know if he was married or not. But like the text message you were saying, he, the, but his marriage isn't that good. And like, girl, what do you say? She's like, I didn't know. Just like I didn't know that the other guy was married. I didn't know. That's right. So you you didn't know, but you were still encouraging it. And your whole argument for bringing that up with Adriana was that you're a better person because you don't fuck with married people. But and then to find a- out he wasn't married, you just didn't scroll to the bottom of the fucking screen. Like, I was like, this is bad. I don't know if I've ever seen somebody go out like that on a reunion. Because <laughs> then, then for Marisol to sit there, I was like, fuck. I was like, this is so fucking bad. Marisol was fine with the whole cockies and and I'm an alcoholic shit until we as a Twitter society started being like, bitch, what the fuck? Okay. 
She let me tell you, Marisol it. is very online. Yeah, she is. She lives in She's her DMs. Very, online. very online. So when she tried to say, Nicole drinks more than me, everybody was like, what the fuck? And then she was like, well, at least I don't punch anybody when I get mad. Nicole didn't punch you. Punch you. Exactly. That was the also, only time. That was the only also, time I was pissed at Andy for not walking that shit back because no, no. Because I, I get very you. because it's the Tiffany thing too, where it's like people don't understand that there's a different level of inflammatory when you're talking about an anesthesiologist. Yeah. Being drunk. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. Because like she's on call certain like yeah, there's like diciness there. Yeah. So to even imply that she has a drinking anything is a yeah. Exactly. It's also that was her engagement party, and, and you guys came at her and like it was warranted anger. And there's nothing I hate more than people judging someone's reaction, like tone policing yep. someone's reaction to something like you said something deeply inflammatory about yep. her. Say she slept with half thoughts. First off, like maybe she's a doctor. That's not the type of job where you need to sleep. You can sleep your way to the top, baby. Hello? Like, like maybe Ask you can get Yang. It only lasted so long for her. <laughs> right but it's like at some point you still gotta go to med school baby you still gotta pass the test you still, you still gotta, gotta cut somebody open <laughs> like and that's like, an anesthesiologist like if she takes someone under too far they're dead okay and like, exactly you would and, hear about <laughs> and that's my thing that is my fucking thing and she did not punch you you tried to put your arm around her while also Telling her she shouldn't be mad at somebody who said she you slept with to half the hospital. And what she did was push your arm away because she didn't want you touching her. She didn't punch you. She did and not punch you. So don't fucking specifically do I do not like when I am heated. If you touch a heated person, yep, this yep, you you have to take whatever you get in that moment. Because yep. and I don't like people love to do that. Yep, right? they, like, they do swatty their thing. People do it to me all the time. People do it to me all the time. You touch me. And you got what you got. Yeah. People do it to me all the time. And I'm like, no, shut the, no, fuck off quickly. Because you don't, I, you see that I'm fucking pissed off. Don't fucking walk towards me. Okay. But then for her to like, uh, like Marisol, you have created this entire personality persona around being a drunk bitch. You are always looking for the Tito's. You're pouring that shit in your fucking confessional talking about don't judge me. Like, no, that's not because you want to sell some motherfucking bedazzled flasks that are $150. That's not because you want to sell a Starbucks cup that you took a hot glue gun to. Okay. You are a drunk. And now that we started to call it out, you're like, oh no, I don't like this. So I don't even think that she's a, like, she, like when they were like, oh, I've never seen her drunk. I believe that, right? We've never seen her sloppy on the show. Because We've I never think seen that's her sloppy how she on the show. all the time. Well, amphetamines, uh, allegedly. And as someone who like, I saw her, okay, let me tell you this story. One time I saw her at Moe's one time. Do I need to edit this out? No, you can put it, okay. I don't know. Like it happened. So Moe's grill? Mo, like Moe's? Oh. Okay, yeah. So Moe's is like this place in like we would go to in in my like Miami in high is Moe's. It's a like chain? a Chipotle. Yeah, it's like a no, Chipotle. no, no, not that Moe's. Oh, okay. So Moe's is like a place that is like it's a bar, oh, but okay. they don't care about like they don't check IDs and check mm-hmm. things. So it's like a place oh, okay. where everyone there is under twenty one. Okay. Everyone, right? It's like you know that you can go get into Mo's. Like at the worst case scenario, mm-hmm. if your ID fails everywhere else, it's gonna work at Mo's. Mm-hmm. And you just go every Wednesday, and they have like cheap drinks. Or I think it's Thursdays that we used to go. One of those days, I see Marisol's old ass, and this is like 
um, Real Housewives of Miami is no longer on the air, but it was mm-hmm. like uh, during the hiatus. So I'm like maybe 20 at the time because mm-hmm. I had to be under 21 because why else would I be there? Right. And I see her in the bathroom and I'm fr- first off, my friend Jordan tells me that I'm freaking out. So I follow her because nobody watched Real Housewives of Miami before. So no, what else do, we're literally gathering like Marisol and nobody knows who she is. <laughs> right <laughs> so finally my friend jordan like he's like she's going to the bathroom and i'm like i'll follow her in the bathroom so i go in i'm like marisol i loved you whatever and like did this whole thing because at the time i used to love her i still do like she's funny and entertaining to me like she's whatever and this part I, i'll tell you off because i don't want to put that out there but <laughs> oh duh Duh. Uh, so I know what's going on there. Like, that's why she's never getting drunk. If you guys can read between the lines, like, that's why we don't yeah. see her drunk. I know. I mean, I've talked about on here, my, my, my face. So I, I do get that. I mean, I used to be, but listen, when but she admits to that though, I think she said it on the I show. I think before. she has too. And that, well, let, let me just say this. When anybody who is older talks about how they were out until like four or five, 6 a.m., I just assume that that's like, because alcohol is a downer. Like, right. You're, you're going well, to Well, so in Miami, the only difference I'm, is that it starts late, right? I like, know. Nap all, you, like, let's say, like, you get back from work, mm-hmm. nap from, like, you could, you do your sleep. Like, if you're going out, you'll sleep from, like, 6 to 10, 30. 10, 30, you start getting dressed. You do an 11 o'clock, 11, 30 dinner. Then you'll hit, like, the club around 1. And then 4 o'clock. Four o'clock is when you'll go to 11 because 11 is like a 24 hour club. Mm-hmm. That's why when, 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 um, Lisa said I came home at 11, 11 or 4 a.m. Yeah, it's like not a big deal at all. But I was saying when they went to 11, um, I was Kiki, Larsa, and Lisa. Lisa went to in 11. The it was like empty as hell. And everyone was like, what well, was that the middle of the day? I'm like, no, that was nighttime, but it was like before 4 a.m. and nobody gets there. Like you go in. <laughs> And it is dead. Because I bet that's because that's the only time they could film in there. Yeah, for sure. Because it's a strip club and it's whole, like, it's a. I fucking knew it because when they got on stage, I said, I spent a fair amount of time in strip clubs. I said, yeah, that looks like a. a stab. Yeah. So 11 is like a very high end, like classy strip club. And it's also a 24 hour club. So it's okay. like known for after hours during the night. It's like the strippers aren't like doing much, you know, but it's like, it's <laughs> no, it's like you're not getting like. It's not KOD stripper. Like if you're right, going right, for right. strippers, like someone who cares about strippers is not going to 11. It's just like a place to be seen. And the naked women add a level of like debauchery. Okay. You know, but it's like, I don't okay. show, Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, I mean, I just, I was just like, dude, this is so fucking bad for Alexia and Larsa. And then when Alexia fucking looked at Lisa and said, maybe if you felt like you were a star, you wouldn't have let Lenny treat you the way he did. I Baby, said, she's on your side and you came for her. <laughs> I said, oh my God. I said, how down bad do you have to be to not understand that like, what? Do you understand? Alexia was literally in the corner windmilling because the way Lisa caught that straight out of nowhere. But it's one of those things that's like, that's a stray that was like, you've made it clear how you thought about, like how you thought about all of this. But she talks like that though. Like she's always been, she's been like, bro, you're too nice. You're too nice. Like I she's always been like that. I question of her because it's so spot on. 
I'm from Miami. Like, <laughs> I it's so spot on. <laughs> it's so spot on. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up there. Chai, please tell where they can find you. Uh, fly Chai on everything, and I have a podcast. Uh, y'all aren't mad enough about. Um, we come back next week. We're on a little break right now. Um, yeah. Okay, and y'all already know where you can find me over on Instagram at Who Asked Me Podcast and then TikTok at Who Asked Zell. Zell is S E L L E. And I will talk to y'all tomorrow. Don't try to cancel me. Okay. We talked about a lot in this episode. I have a lot of problematic takes. We did. (laughs) Okay, listen, after you sent me what the bitch sesh, what was in the bitch sesh on that episode with whatever that (laughs) producer ladies is, talking about how Candace couldn't win a pageant. As if we didn't just hear Raquel talk about Donald Trump being in charge of those pageants and <laughs> right. I was like, no, I really am. I think I, I'm just going to let y'all know. I'm so like, I don't think anybody understands how much I edit myself, like trying to make sure that I say, I don't edit myself a lot, but like, I still do trying to make sure I don't say certain things. And then to hear like some of these, like, white content creators and then the bigger ones at that saying like problematic shit and no one even clocks it i'm like okay great like i just knew but i feel like okay so this week's bitch sesh was just danielle talking to this trans woman um nori reach i think you follow her on instagram i think she's really funny a big Candace stand. And I feel like it's like, they didn't want to address it, but I'm like, yeah, somebody they had didn't to wanna... have said something. Cause there's no way that I'm like, we didn't like, it's literally the episode. I'm like, but I looked, I was like checking the hashtag, going on their pages to see if anybody like connected that. Cause I'm like, Baby, I almost DM'd just, them. Like, you, I almost did too. And I really loved, I love Danielle. First of all, Casey, but Danielle specifically, I was like, maybe I should DM her. Maybe she'll read it. But I didn't feel like she would. So I was like, let me not waste my energy. See, <laughs> because I that was a problem. That was a problem. It was. It was, was a, a fucking problem. problem. But yes, y'all already know you can find us. Um, also, don't forget to rate and review um, on Apple Podcasts. I've gotten like slightly drunk throughout this entire <laughs> recording. So don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and then rate on Spotify as well. We will talk to y'all next time.